2: This is you trying to back into. I spent all this time and money in this office, and I'm being told my files are bullshit.
1: (laughs) Well, the actually the office made them way worse, unfortunately. Yeah, I bet it did. eh? So, uh, because so there's smaller space,
2: like is it bouncing off the walls more? I don't know how there is behind me is a
1: two story open area. Yeah, Uh, that's probably not (laughs) helping. Um, I'm also speaking into a corner that has no like paintings on the walls or anything so it is just like all hard surfaces um but like people may have messaged me independently of kato just being like hey man uh really enjoying the show but since you moved offices uh you've been a little boomy a little hot on the on the show people and are like, doing this just, people yes, are like people have reached wait, out wait whoa, <laughs>
0: whoa sorry let me clarify let me clarify are we talking about like randos on twitter or are we talking yes. about like
1: <laughs> we are talking I'm about fully
0: randos not like uh, I, not an acquaintance who comes randos or or people who are
2: very enthusiastic about the work that we do and we would love for them to continue well, showing the sort of zeal that would be i pay attention to the work so much i know that rob moved offices i'm 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 worried about i'm rob they're worried about yeah, you yeah i just <laughs> want to make sure you sound great
0: sometimes sometimes i'm just asking because sometimes like acquaintances of mine will like reach out to me about some dumb bullshit that one of us said or one of you said and they'll be like hey can you believe this shit and i'll be like i know right but that does happen and like people will complain about like audio issues to me personally on occasion so i didn't know if it was like a one of our one of the beautiful brilliant people who watches this show on twitter or like you know an acquaintance that's what i was trying to clarify
1: no, these are these are folks So I think these are folks who felt especially spurred to reach out because I have betrayed my allegiances as an audiophile, as someone who does like a nice, clean audio setup and good reproduction. And I think there are a lot of people who are like, Rob just must not know if Rob knew <laughs> what he sounds like on these recordings. He wouldn't he couldn't let this product go out. He couldn't live with himself. And so people were just reaching out with helpful advice like, hey, uh, you know, they sell baffling. You can hang on the walls and ceiling uh, just to like sort of cut down on the bounce of some of those sound waves. Uh, Maybe consider repositioning your mic. Um, Does your office have carpet? Maybe consider putting carpet down. It does. It does have carpet. This is cursed
2: knowledge. This sort of seems like the sort of thing that if I if I knew this, I think I would consult with Kato and say we shouldn't tell Rob. I feel like this is going to cause Rob profound. <laughs> I feel like I know Rob like long enough, close enough. It's like, sometimes there's information you just don't tell people yeah. like they don't need to know yeah. this. Cause now that Rob knows this. Yeah. I know Rob and Rob is going like, he's going to be very stressed about this information. <laughs> oh, I'm not stressed.
1: Kato had a solution.
2: Yeah. Rob's
3: got the fix. The fix is in. <laughs>
2: I've heard th- I have heard this so many times with different things, and I have to tell you, the evidence does not gesture in the direction of this is you that with Robert Whackham all to fix that one. Oh dang! That fixing that hole appeared to have caused three more. <laughs> but tell me, please, hit me
1: kind of because there's like a so there's like a actual like reason this is the this is probably going to be a much better fix like there's a Mm -hmm. like mechanical reason or in terms of like electronic reason that this fix will will work it's uh yeah there's
0: just a pleading hopefulness to what you're saying right now it's just like in the back right <laughs> well, in the I'll back you of your voice that's... and i just want to like yeah. make sure i'm drawing attention to like the the, the childlike gl- hope that i'm hearing within it's you it's gonna be
1: fine
0: i it might so fine. i might have
1: i might have run out ahead and i'll be like well you know we're launching this new company our new company couldn't possibly <sighs> just like have this kind of dog shit audio going out there uh so surely we should just get a new okay rob
3: I'm gonna bleep that one and then we'll go circle back around.
2: No, that's fine. No, I, I don't know you don't have to bleep anything. I'm like, are you kind of just off I know the percentage of the company I have. Do you do you have to just buying like ran, ran, Not
4: random, random random audio equipment? Not
2: random.
1: Curated hand selected. You can't okay. You cannot turn your buying habits into this company. Uh well, so this is so I bought look, I paid for it. The company hasn't paid for it. We'll discuss about reimbursement. <laughs> but the point is, Kato, explain to explain to the people. So I have a, a condenser microphone. To me, yeah. that was like, I got a good microphone. It real good. But apparently there's degrees of good and good is situational. And yeah. the condenser microphone is not actually good for the purposes I've been using it for for a number of years. Uh, this is a hand-me-down mic that a, a friend of mine uh, gave me. Right. Um, kato I guess this is the point where I can also confess. One reason he gave it to me is that it may have gotten lightly bonked at a certain point, and The condenser microphone has kind of a weird kink in it. um oh. audio quality always seemed fine, but like yeah. it's a little. It's in a little the kinky. grill, in the
3: metal grill, it just has a little d- d- dent in it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine as long as it didn't yeah. hit the diaphragm, which it doesn't seem to have. That's doesn't I, seem to. Have. It, that's the whole thing. Thing. Fucked up. That's yeah, why the grill's yeah. here. But, to protect the diaphragm yes
1: (laughs) so the condenser microphone what's that doing
3: it's taking in a lot of information as much as it can at a wide range of of frequencies such that
1: it's stuff that we don't even hear when we're listening to a room because our brain just like processes it all away no
3: yeah like like there's like you can imagine it as a light a light fuzz, like imagine a dandelion. It's the audio equivalent of that. Just a low level, not even a hiss, but like, a f- uh, and it's always there. Like you don't really notice it. It's just like the ambient noise of like ACs, fans, computers, whatever City. exists in the space, <laughs> and like. If you have a real sensitive mic, it's gonna pick it up. And it's gonna pick it up to varying degrees depending on the type of mic you have. Right? Condensers are super sensitive and sensitive in sort of a wide range. Like they tend to have wider like scopes of like where where they're listening to. Um not quite omnidirectional, but leaning towards omnidirectional rather than, like, you know, pinpointed like a shotgun mic. Mm-hmm. um, And uh, that's fine if you have, like you said before, a fully baffled, sound-controlled space where you have lots of, uh, you know, cloth on the walls to make sure you're not echoing because th- that was one of the big things when you moved to this office. Just, like, all of a sudden, your echo was... And obviously, was I can't just push shit
1: on these walls because, like, it just, it, it's just—it's not my aesthetic right now. Like, I can't just put baffling up.
0: <laughs> I, I, sorry. I, you know what? I think we've been a little bit too harsh on Rob because Kato's talking about how our brains normally filter out the kind of noise that ruins Rob's track, and which is just to say that, like, you know, Rob's home is built around psychoacoustics. Not around like true microphone acoustics. We we've known this from the beginning. He told us he told us that like his speakers were psychoacoustically tuned, not I not forgot. tuned for for microphones. We I, we can't we can't say anything to him. He he didn't sell us a false bill. of guns.
2: I mean, it's not as though Rob is uh, someone who is increasingly making part of their career an audio-focused approach to bringing in money. And then at the same time that they're doing that and taking bigger leaps into that world, built an office that they refuse to adjust (laughs) in that direction because they are not uh, aesthetically uh, there.
1: I'm sorry. How many more sacrifices am I expected to make? I said yes to the oatmeal carpeting that extends out of the hallway. I wanted hardwood. But MK was like... Are you are you an idiot? Like, do you know what that's MK, going to do in your traps?
0: MK! No. Wait, why don't you just get a nice rug? Th- that aside, sorry, Rob, how psychoacoustically pleasant is your office?
1: Um You know, I think it's uh it's it's pretty I think it's very nice. It's very isolated up here. Oh
0: really? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, so it was open
0: to the second it's a second floor balcony, kind of just open to the rest of the
1: okay so like every time yes yeah, so like if MK is downstairs watching tv or something i am mm-hmm, hearing that mm-hmm. tv <laughs> if, okay what
0: about mina moving
1: uh every time mina moves uh and oh also mina loves to come into the atrium into the foyer into yeah. the foyer and make her little poof noises does mina mm. ever sit like, like to-
3: near you or next to your
1: desk oh frequently
3: does 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 she wag her little tail and smack it up against the side of the desk? She sometimes. Does. Do you hear that? Wow!
1: I was wondering what those fucking
3: bumps were.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, she whips her little tail and it like thwaps against it things. Thwaps wow, against wow. Us. microphones. Yeah. So the point is, but but so they make other types of microphones for like this type of work.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And yeah, Kato hooked me up like and mine, was like like this. This one. is a business expense.
0: Wait. Also. I use a condenser mic, Kato. Yeah, but it's a shitty one. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. Properly <laughs>
1: scoped for the mission.
0: Damn right it is. Vamp, <laughs> I bought this for me.
3: Like, um, it doesn't have the, the amount of frequency response that Rob's does. Like, you're... It's It probably also has, like, a slightly different... It, I think it might be a hypercardio... Car, uh, hi-
4: hypercardio... <laughs>
3: Cardioid, cardioid, yeah, yes. Um, because your sound, your your
1: noise levels in the background are much better than than Rob's. Um, anyway, so so Kado, but kato knew what the Kado was known what the fix is for ages. Kado was like, if I could put you on any mic, Rob, to deal with the the yeah. audio that I'm hearing, this is the one. It would save me time. It would make for a better show. Uh, and so we sorted it out just in time After for expenses to come out of years. our salaries
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> a dynamic mic a dynamic mic is the answer for this sort of intent like here's the th- here's the thing we have a l- larger dynamic range than most podcasts
1: is it cuz of the good times
3: it's cuz of the good times we have lots of great times you know sometimes yeah, we're like up oh, here yeah. and it's awesome it's, you know sometimes we're contemplative
0: and we're down here and like a lot of podcasts are more like even keeled um Wait, what you're, you're telling me that a lot of podcasts don't have just some guys being dudes <laughs> no
1: no, no like they don't have the no, vibes because those dudes <laughs> those dudes were never hard dudes and <laughs> hard like hard podcasters create good times <laughs> and good times shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> Actually, even hard dudes also the uh, Robert Yang game, but the No yes. hard lads. Hard lads. Goes hard lads. Hard yeah, about yeah, beating each other
3: so with I a chair would and then to their kissing. Podcast.
4: Yeah. The hard lads. Uh, no, but, but yeah, see, so- here's the
3: thing. People like that sort of podcast that you're thinking of, Rand, has shit audio. Never did it never it never hasn't. People are always constantly clipping. It's bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Patrick's sitting there like, but nobody ever cares. Those podcasts nobody are. Nobody ever cares. These, cares. these podcasts are so fucking popular. <laughs> But here's, but here's our people listen to them advantage. on airPods. No, better we, audio
0: we can we can we can, like lean more in their direction. We can have a misogyny minute on this podcast <laughs> no.
4: if we think it would like help <laughs> <Absolutely not. laughs>
3: oh. so we're moving we're moving Rob to a a, a dynamic mic, which will. <laughs> Still taking a lot of the, the frequencies, but at a much more reduced. Don't worry about of, it. It'll uh, solve all the scope.
4: problems.
1: That, no, no, you don't need to say that part, Kato. It'll solve all the problems. Should I uh, not anyway. say the
3: name of the microphone so people could look it up and see what the price is?
0: <laughs> are
1: you about True. to piss
0: are you about to piss me off somehow? I think, I think
1: Patrick might have some concerns, but again, we'll negotiate this yeah. as partners and friends. And mm. friends, but also partners. Mm. I have the I have the RE320
3: Uh Electro Voice Broadcast Mic Dynamic Variable D. It's a great microphone. Um it is the the, ba- the baby brother RE320. of the RE twenty, the legendary broadcast microphone used in radio stations across the nation.
0: If oh you f- I'm not No, this is fine. <laughs> I thought you got so a reason, There's a reason.
2: I in a lot of DMs with t- two people on this call. None of these came across my desk.
1: <laughs> so uh, I, I thought it's it was almost as like though someone has something to hide. I was like, we'll break, we'll break this to Patrick at the right time on air on White Point Radio. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm.
0: No, this isn't bad. At, I'm looking at the Patrick. Have you looked it up?
2: No, they hid it from me. I don't need to look it up.
0: They know me. I don't trust you either. What are you I'm darting eyes on this call? You said you said they don't trust me, or you don't trust me. I don't trust your interpretation of their
4: interpretation. Well, of it. No,
0: no, no, I'm looking at this number, and this number is like <laughs> this number is fine. This number is fine. <laughs> based on based on other numbers that I've, heard, I think this number is fine.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Patrick, I'm just curious. Like What's a, a fine number? <laughs> what is a
1: fine number for a new for a new microphone? I don't know. I haven't done the research. But just like you got in your heart, uh, but I like don't trust either heart, of you, and your, your definitions heart.
4: are fine.
0: That's the pr- that's Okay, it. I thought I thought it was going to be fifteen hundred, and it was nowhere even even within nowhere that near fifteen hundred. No, no.
1: Battery no. worried it was in that te- in that territory.
2: If you're saying it's nowhere near fifteen hundred, and that made you feel better. The the number is the number is still big. <laughs> the number is still okay. So the
1: number might be a little higher than Patrick. Okay, Patrick. Like when I say like broadcast quality, broadcast quality. We yeah. are yeah we we are definitely broadcast putting out like quality. a 128 like KBPS like audio file.
2: Gotta get that broadcast qu- quality Ooh, audio. Hey, I I,
3: I export
0: at 192 Psychoacoustically oh. attuned okay. for broadcast mm-hmm. quality. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. So Pat, I'll bet I'll bet you're thinking like it's gotta be like a thousand dollar microphone or nine hundred dollars, right? Mm-hmm. But it ain't holy Mm -hmm. shit right but it's worth but probably worth that much right but (laughs) we got it we got it for just a humble uh i don't have the link in front of
0: me 450 wait sorry sorry
1: the re320 no oh shit ren was looking at the wrong one
0: i'm looking at the wrong one yeah what it sorry kata say that say the number again re20 Uh uh-oh
4: <laughs> this is the oh, type of <laughs> <laughs> <sharp> <laughs> <laughs> <sharp> Oh, you motherfucker.
0: <no. laughs> <I,
1: we
4: shit. sharp>
1: what's good internet it's june 1st 2023 and you are listening to waypoint radio episode 569 nice i am your host rob zachney and i'm joined by ricardo contreras (laughs) patrick klepik and renata price hi well this is it this is the last waypoint radio off to a great start here. <laughs> Everyone's in, in stunned silence, probably because it is it is the final it is the final uh, waypoint radio. Uh, believe it or not, we did not actually aim to end on episode number five sixty nine, but it actually did just kind of come out that way. It did. We
2: were, I think the conversation was like, "What if we engineered it that way?" And I was like, "Ah, let's just see how things kind of work out." And uh, but there was also discussion like, "Has that number been tainted? Is yeah. that number still funny?"
1: And we just ended so up
2: in a place where it happened anyway, and it is. Still <laughs> but fun. I think we all agree it's kind of tainted. Like <laughs> yeah. it is <laughs> it's a little
1: tainted. It's a blue check number. No, yep. mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. the blue checks have it.
3: No, don't give mm-hmm. them that. Just like that fucking no, doge, man. They do they do? Like you, th-
1: you remember, you used to delight. It's like, oh, it's the doge, and now they you're like, I wish that have... I wish that puppy had never been born. They just
0: they can't have shibas. They are too You no.
1: are. They do.
0: They kind Fuck! of do, but also they also have that like laugh crying laughing face emoji. The they've crying, got
4: that.
1: I'm not mad. <laughs> this is so funny.
0: Yeah. No, they've got that. They've got um Ha ha Laughing? They have laughing? Just no
1: no no. You know what? I'm not <laughs> a, that's the line I'm I'm drawing. <laughs> I'm allowed to laugh. Hey folks, we're reclaiming laughter. Hmm. It's time for the, it's time for the left to get better at comedy.
0: <laughs> that's why, yeah, that's why that's what we call it the lefter.
1: You know, we'll workshop that a little bit. We'll we'll just we'll take that. We'll just like go back and we'll we'll throw it against the wall a few uh. times. Uh see see what's up. See, this is why we need writers' rooms. This is why they're so valuable. This is why writers' rooms are something uh we, we need to preserve and like you know it's it's worth fighting for.
0: I was at a graduation where the f- where sorry, I was at a graduation over the weekend where the during the commencement speech, the uh what was it, uh, the the pre- the like head of one of the colleges revealed that half of her fucking speech had been written by Chat GPT. <laughs> Sorry, this just this just this 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 information just like popped out of my mind. That is like extreme staggering. college
1: administrator energy, though. It's yeah. like college ladden with people who are like, "I'm here to burn this institution to the ground and make a lot of money doing it, and yeah. I'm an idiot."
0: Yeah, no, she it, was like, "This is good, actually." She was like, "This is simultaneously also like this is bad." She's like, "It's bad that this exists, but I will be doing it," and it. <laughs> It was it was no. a truly
1: insane moment in a weird graduation. There's a lot of folks who think they can pull that, right? Where it's like, <laughs> boy, isn't it wouldn't it be kooky if I like used AI to create a whole bunch of work? That'd be pretty wild, right? The like, kids are gonna, the, the good, kids are gonna get like, it. They're gonna think I'm cool. What could be more system shock than using AI artwork? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh,
0: oh no, turns out no one liked it. Oh no. <laughs> God, yeah. the fucking hush that fell over that audience. This wasn't a liberal arts college. How do you think that's going to work? Whatever.
1: Yeah. But again, the people who are at the higher echelon, like every like yeah. everything is like everything gets hijacked by yeah. basically like money people and people who are like, all, like I don't see I don't see value. I just see money and yeah. like dollar Fair. signs. Um, like, like that—that that old line about Margaret Thatcher uh, knew the price of everything but the value of nothing. Yeah, is like kind of the direction the entire world world went. Well, I also, it also could be as simple
2: as they they thought it would be funny because these AI things are trendy right now, and it's yeah. just like, oh, here's a bit I landed on. Like, I'm gonna connect with the kids; they're gonna think this is like funny and interesting because they're all using it in their essays. And it's like, it's not that funny.
1: <laughs> no. Don't try to no. be funny in your commencement speech. No. And yet, here we are trying to be funny at our own last episode. <laughs> kind, of, like, kind of like trying a to avoid speech. funereal vibes. Yeah. Are you, mm-hmm. li- well, mm-hmm.
0: do you consider yourself graduating from Waypoint or, or perishing?
2: Hmm. If you'd asked me a week ago, maybe <laughs> two weeks ago, last week yeah. was all right. Two weeks ago, a little more of a, you know, it's been weird over the last couple of weeks where it's sort of like when uh like a like someone close to you dies and people yeah. are like they feel like they should ask but they're like they do you want to just ask that person the same question over and over it's like sometimes i've got people like do you want me to ask how you're doing or like what's going on with your job i'm like not really no like i just thank you for acknowledged you get to you get I, i'm telling you that you were thinking of me and you know what's going on and you saw that facebook post but no, I don't want to explain to you all the shit that's going on right now. It's complicated. You won't understand it, and I am tired. We'll of catch up another time, <laughs>
4: Palmer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I unfriended. I unfri- I unfriended him after that. I don't think. I don't think I said on uh, when he got eviscerated. I think in the giant bomb subreddit. Like when he went, and like was actually yeah. like mm-hmm. straight up posting there. At yeah. some point, Palmer Lucky and I became friends on Facebook because I was an early follower of virtual reality and covering it. And so we must have. I don't know that we actually met in person, but. For some reason, you know, connected in the same way that's like, oh, friend invite, Pfft, whatever. Like, it's easier to contact you if I want to get in touch about something. Uh, and then when I posted personally to like friends and family, like the people who like still use, you know, Facebook, I don't, mm-hmm. I post pictures of my kid there and otherwise don't really check it. But posted there just to give like aunts and uncles an update on what's going on. You know, all the people just, you know, like condolences, yada, yada, you'll be fine. And then just Paul and we're lucky, be like, hey, you piece of shit. I'm so glad you lost your job. And I was like, wow. All right. Uh, so I, I deleted the comment because I did not need to turn that into a flame war with my aunts and uncles. Um, but then <laughs> immediately. I uh, no, That would have been that,
0: really funny as the thing.
2: It would have. Well, been- I got to experience it in first in person, which is uh, like, you know, laid off on a Thursday or at least like told that the job was going away. And then uh, a family member, an aunt had passed away uh, a couple days prior. And so the, the funeral was the, the day after on that Friday and so I went there, and like one of my favorite aunts came up to me, he's like, "Who's this Palmer Lucky fucker? Was this some billionaire getting in there being a punk in your Facebook comments?" So you, like, do we need to do something? I was like, "I don't know what you mean by that, but no, it's just very funny, and he's a loser." Uh, you and have, I don't.
0: <laughs> you could have caused drastic political
2: action. I can't. Well, some of this, there's certain members of my family that might maybe know a person that know a person but i was like no let's leave let's leave uh uh, palmer lucky to stewing his own shit and which is what he ended up doing when he got to that subreddit i mean just if you haven't read any of this because this is like pretty far down the rabbit hole if you find there's a just the the giant bomb subreddit and then like they must have posted a thread about palmer lucky shit posting uh about about us uh he went in there to try and defend and explain himself and was just just torn to shreds and it was it was delightful
1: I think mean, something that struck me so much too was his, they did nothing but like lie about me for years, and it's like <laughs> Palmer. I know when people talked about you, and it wasn't a period of years after Waypoint was
0: <laughs> Hey, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna come to y'all in a moment of honesty. I didn't remember who he was. I listened to this podcast like like every episode for years. I didn't know who that motherfucker was. We didn't spend. I
2: wrote. I wrote. I think one or two articles when there was a period right before Trump was elected, in which you know he was beginning his like public turn to the to the right. Which He's is not becoming kind of
1: like, a human crying face laughing emoji. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 th- yeah,
4: yeah. It was
2: that. It was that energy. You know, uh, uh, six years ago and. Uh, I forget the exact details, but basically, like he had, you know, he's giving money to like, you know, Republican politicians and 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 Trump. And like some of that had turned into this meme thing. Like, I, again, I forget the exact whatever, but I wrote up an article about it and like it's waypoint. So we we're a little more pointed. Instead of just reporting this guy did this, it was like this guy did this and he's also a piece of shit for having done it. <laughs> and like that was it. Like, it wasn't like we dedicated a week to talk about. Welcome to Palmer Lucky Week. Here are all the things we don't like about Palmer Lucky. But we for some reason that article, I think because we went beyond just like a lot of what happened, a lot of it, like what Waypoint tried to do was and I think mean, this is this happens more often in most a lot of publications. I think we were part of a trend towards not just saying the thing that happened, but then also a little bit of how we feel, so that maybe that lands with how you feel. And we were just more explicit and like swore a little more often as a result of of making those arguments. But like he that was written up everywhere we were not alone in reporting that it's not as like waypoint was on that beat but for some reason i think because we sort of held our middle finger up at him that just stuck like you want to see living rent-free in someone's head
4: manifested (laughs) like that is like
2: i have not you know it is the draper thing like i have not thought about you in years but clearly you have thought about me constantly and i find that delightful (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's uh it was a very it was a very strange twist in all that. But back to the question of is this a are we graduating or is is it a funeral? I think like I a couple weeks ago, I was feeling a bit funereal. But sometimes mm-hmm. facts change and then your opinion changes and your outlook on things changes. Uh and so I think it is a bit more like I don't know. Here's the thing. Graduation, I think I'm sentimental about it, so I'm still like graduation feels like ah achieved now time to move on to the next thing and i don't think i feel like waypoint is something graduating from it's just a a, a chapter that's closing
0: so here's the thing i had a much more okay this is not like i i didn't go to my graduation i didn't know i had graduated until my diploma showed up at my home and i realized that i had successfully put in my graduation request uh and so like (laughs) i actually kind of do associate graduation with a kind of sense of like well I guess it's time to do another thing kind of similar to this maybe I don't know and so that's why that's that's my personal association but yeah I was I was I was simply curious
2: I don't remember anything about my graduation not because I was like incoherent it just didn't it didn't make an imprint like mm-hmm. I don't I showed up I got the diploma but like I don't remember not nothing about the speech or the ceremony like left any lasting impression with me. What I remember was, my high school one more than my college one.
3: I was gonna ask, what was the last graduation that y'all actually did?
0: Because I didn't do I, my I, master's one. I went to high school, but I didn't go to university.
1: Yeah, I went to like my undergraduate graduation was what the I last remember. like actual yeah.
0: thing. Yeah.
4: Well, the, like so, I didn't like
2: yeah. my, my part of it was like my friends in high school. Like we're also a lot of my same friends in college with mm-hmm. an expanded base of people. And I felt like when you go to a high school uh, graduation, like smaller class of people, more tight knit groups as opposed to college, it feels like much more spread out. It was like I remember yeah. when, you know, I got like the notification from the co- like You want like a like a yearbook to remember? I was like, I don't know. I don't give a shit about any of these people. <laughs> like I've hung out with like the same 30 ish people like during this time. <laughs> like I don't think we're going to be in the yearbook. I don't I don't need it. No,
1: thanks. Um, you know, it is a waypoint radio, so we can, we, you know, games are still happening. Games are not ending with games. No, are eternal. They insist on continuing to to happen. Uh, Ren, I think we can finally talk about Street Fighter six. True. Uh, Did you ever find a control scheme you were happy with?
0: So. (laughs) Did I reteach myself how to play on pad? Yes, I did. Did I get to, like, a relatively competent level on pad? Yes, I did. However, would I have wished that I was using a real controller the entire time? Yes, I did. However, I had a really nice time. Like, I, I did, like, overall. A I, nice enough I time
1: that you think you might go to PC and get your preferred control scheme set up and oh, continue your Street no, yeah, Fighter journey? I'm going to be doing that, 100%, yeah. with not even thinking about it.
0: Um, So, like, the situation is such that, like, I put a lot of time into one character exclusively. I didn't touch any other characters. uh, And I developed a pretty good understanding of that character and her like place in the roster. And like, this is the difficulty of like talking about fighting games and like reviewing fighting games uh, is that like the game doesn't exist yet. Like, like the game doesn't exist until like it is a fully populated ecosystem where the community is constantly like determining new tech. Up until this point, it is like, the version of street fighter that I have access to is a fantasy of what street fighter six will eventually be and how I will eventually interact with it. Um, because like if I jump into a like pre-release lobby, I will see like Rufflemonger or like some other like, you know, major fighting game YouTuber hanging out in the same lobby as me. Unless I get way better really fast, that's never going to happen to me. And so it is like a fundamentally different experience than to playing the game at release um and so i just want to like note that however i can say that i like really kind of love street fighter 6 and specifically Menon. i think she's like one of the like the most fun fighting game characters i've ever encountered uh and is like extremely extremely interesting i think she may be i think say hey, hey kato yeah i think they're kind of teasing a slight romance between her and marissa wow because uh her entire story mode is uh marissa is another fighter who's like this like big greek woman who loves spartans um she's She's a grappler right yes no no she's not she's not a grappler she is a A uh, marissa she's a yeah she's not a grappler she's a big body okay um yeah she's just like a big body non-grappler think like a gold lewis dickinson yeah um pretty slow does have a command grab but for the most part just like beats the shit out of you with her really big fists yeah um and yeah her Manon's whole story mode is about going like fighting people and everyone complaining her being like everyone calls me strong but really what they mean is that they don't really register that i'm in pain a lot of the time uh and then she fights marissa and when marissa calls her strong she's like Okay, I kind of did like it from her. You know what? I kind of did like it from her. Do you want to fight? Hey, do you want to fight again and kind of keep fighting for a really long time? I really like it when you said that I was strong, by the way, uh, which is just like a little bit fruity, um, yeah. like uh, the correct amount. Um, however, yeah, I'm like really thrilled with Street Fighter six, like the time that I had with it. Um, and it was like it was nice to like have to relearn a control scheme.
1: So if memory serves, like it's it's been so long, but I think when I flash back to Street Fighter Five. There's a few things that seem to rub people the wrong way right out of the gate. One is that yeah. it seemed very pared down compared to Street Fighter 4 just at launch in terms of, like, where's our story? Uh, you know, what? Like, what is there to do in this game besides, like, go play multiplayer? And the vibe was that Street Fighter 5 did not really offer a whole lot in that regard. It has some very good tools for, uh, like not just multiplayer play, but also like practicing. Um, but it wasn't a lot of fun for people who were just there to mess around and like play street Fighter casually. And then there also seemed to be just a real like dislike of the direction and gone with the game. Like that, yeah. that seemed to be another, like I felt like a lot of it was concentrated on just like, was it about the way like the V trigger was yes. like, like built yeah. and used in that game yeah. that the, 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 it had taken some of the, art out of it or like it people was it was not an interesting decision yes uh, people did not
0: working. like did not like the v trigger and like the like the v skills etc cetera, etc cetera. um i think that they have done a much better job of making the uh the their equivalent in this game way better it is a very fun system mechanic to play with um it's a really really fun system Basically what you have access to is every character has these universal defensive options. One of them is a parry, which blocks all incoming damage, um, can be broken by a super. The other is a, um, reversal with super armor. Uh, so basically you get super armor, you can tank a hit. And then if you hit the enemy, you get your health back. Uh, and it also like stuns them for a second. And so you can like start a combo, like whatever, like you can start an extremely complex or hard to start combo. If you land, one of those, like, basically guard counters um, is the easy, is the easiest comparison from, like, Elden Ring. Um, when you, like, tank a hit and then hit someone back because you tanked the initial hit, right? And those are the two basics. And then you can also, like, modify your other abilities, your other, like, specials with that same resource. So you're basically constantly trying to figure out how you want to use these set of resources, and that is, like, one of the ways that, like, different players of the same character can distinguish themselves from one another. So, for example, uh, when I was playing in the beta, I played against another Manon player who used uh, her meter really aggressively. Uh, And so basically, like, would start combat with a uh, combo that was really good, but used up her entire meter right away. Uh, and so it would often put her in situations where she would run out of resources halfway through the match, then get stunned, and then I would finish her off because I, like, managed my meter better. Uh, but also, she was doing, like, way better, way more complex combos than I was. And, like, her execution was, like, significantly better, and she kept winning. Uh, however, I was able to identify, like, a significant difference in, like, the way we were approaching using the exact same toolkit um, that, like, made our respective playstyles like extremely distinctive where i was like playing something closer to a more traditional grappler where i was trying to get one or two hits before i used a command grab to like get someone like take control of a situation and like you know put on damage she was way more combo oriented and was using the like hit grab version of manon's toolkit to like incorporate her throws into the middle of combos um but however that that playstyle, while more reliable requires a lot higher resource spend uh, and like seeing the differences in our playstyles was like actually very cool, and to me, kind of sold me on the their equivalent of like the the V system uh, from Street Fighter Five.
1: Now, is because I wasn't totally clear from the preview stuff. Um, is that run around, beat people up in the world thing? I guess is that their only concession to like more casual, story minded people, or is there also story mode no. independent of that, where you're like. characters hanging out and doing street fighter stuff
0: characters hanging out and doing street fighter stuff no but they have an arcade mode they have like your traditional like fighting game story arcade mode where it's a little bit of story you do a couple of fights you get the end of the story yeah um which is like the classic like fighting game campaign but not like the fully featured like this is not a soul caliber where like there is a full main ass plot that you are going through that is relegated i believe to world tour uh, where you were like making your weird little freak and but like fundamentally, that is the they just story. made the decision
1: not competing with games like like Soul Calibur Mortal Kombat on that well, on that terrain. Th-
0: yes, like it is not as it's not as taken as seriously. Yeah. Um, like World Tour is is you are playing as your little like, you know, player character, not like you are not like seeing the epic journey of you know, Scorpion.
1: <laughs> are they are they still kind of leaning into the fact that this struck me when i played street fighter 5 is that like the characters to a degree the characters don't age right the characters aren't necessarily getting old in the way that like you know we're really, not like old man ken but there is a sense that they're a different chapter of their lives right like that yep. uh ken ken and Ryu are, are keenly aware that like they've been doing this for like 30 years
0: so yes Like there are there are definitely differences in vibes between like previous incarnations of the same character, which leads me to let me tell you about one of my favorite games to play with my girlfriend, where I show her a video game or anime character, and she tells me whether or not she thinks that they are cunt. (laughs) If they're camp, if they're if their vibes are good. And let me just say, Street Fighter 6 was a fucking field day. It was, a, it was a real joy of going through that entire roster and her being like, cunt, over and over. It's, it's a very good gay little cast, yeah. and I like it a lot. And then I showed her Ryu. And she said, why is this man here? And I said, he is the Street Fighter guy. He is the mascot of the series. And she said, why is he the mascot of the series as opposed to all of the interesting people before him? And I was like, you got it right there. Those people have other shit. He doesn't, which makes him a good mascot. Which is all to say that, like, I don't know. I think that these characters are at their most, like, archetypal and weird. Um, They've got some good, like, little freak energy, and they are leaning into the little freak energy in a way that I really appreciate. Um, Ryu looks serious and edgy because that's his whole thing. He's Ryu. He's like the serious Street Fighter man. Of course, he looks like this. But then, like, you know, you have uh, on the other side of corn someone like Juri, who is like as as weird, freaky, horny as possible. Just like as much of a weird little pervert as you can as you can hope for in a fighting game character. And so it's actually like, yes. It is. It is continuing to like have characters shift in vibe over time. Uh, Cammy as well um, is is a, a slightly off version of the previous one.
1: It sounds. I mean, it sounds really like I. I want to play more of the. I want to like. Did you play much of the world tour? Because you said it was not your bag. Really, it's not my
0: bag. It's. It's yeah. just not. I, I. I. I wasn't. Didn't find myself particularly interested in it. I was way more interested in like going to the lab and like testing out this character and then like playing in online matches. most of yeah. which were, were let me be clear, really fun., uh, the games network, I was playing on Wi-Fi and like the games network was actually like very well able to handle that fact, um, which is impressive to me. Um, it's hard to play fighting games on Wi-Fi and like Street Fighter Six like played basically perfectly with the exception of one person who I played in Australia. Uh, who... And that's your final work.
1: boss of matchmaking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. And, like, that match was fine. That match was so fine, in fact, that the other player researched searched me on Twitter and then tweeted at me afterwards to be like, hey, you really used that, like, mechanic really well. I'll have to, like, incorporate that into my toolkit, which, may I add, is one of the best parts of fighting games, is when someone's like, damn, you really rocked my shit. Have a good one. Uh, and, like, they felt the need to track you down to say that. Um, but, yeah. It, the game's, like, technical performance is surprisingly good.
2: I, I I intended to try the world tour stuff to uh, cuz that would be a little more my bag is not someone that's not particularly like fighting game uh per, like my favorite part of fighting games was the the Tekken 3 era in which there are 80 characters and they all have a CG ending. Time to spend all summer playing <laughs> through the arcade mode and seeing every one of these CG endings. Like the raptor gets one too, the raptor with the with the with the the boxing gloves. Mm-hmm. Oh thank God the budget had enough uh, an ending for them, um, so that's the you know and so I'm, I'm glad that the game like Mortal Kombat continues that that lineage uh, to, to some degree by taking taking that part seriously. But I I like I downloaded it on my no one <laughs> thank you you know Capcom for sending code no one wanted the Xbox code I got and I was like all right so I feel safe taking this and just kind of poking at it even if it's not a game I'll spend a significant amount of time with. And, uh, so I loaded up world tour, made my character to like the first area. And then it started explaining actual mechanics to me. And I felt the entire weight of Memorial day, like coalesce on me at 1045 <laughs> at night. And, like my eyes got heavy. And then I was also encountering a genre that I don't have a lot of context and, and, you know, like experience with. And it was just, it became, I tried one match. I was like, Patrick, you didn't even try to do what they asked. Like. Like there, there's like a number on the screen that's like do this ten times. You didn't like, even not, fight
1: in the street. Yeah, no, I'm like I
2: can't. I no, just shut it down. Like you're not going to contribute meaningfully to this this conversation, and that's okay. You can try and do that next week, buddy. <laughs> just shut, shut it down. But uh, hopefully, I, I do want to sit in and, and try that because the whole like kind of the gimmick of it is yes, you are playing uh, a character you have made, and then you're kind of you're encountering the hero characters uh, as you're uh, exploring, and then you are I believe are able to take. Some of their powers, and then like create like a a mega character. Like I like this part, I like that part, and like you were incorporating that into the the build of your of your character. But I I didn't get far enough to sort of, you know, does it fall into the the bucket of what you're saying of of a Mortal Kombat or like, hey, do you just kind of want like a, a a more a different structure for how you play this fighting game? Uh, and you don't want to sit in the lab, you know, as, as Ren pointed, like really working on technique and finesse and timing. That's not me. Can I mash button? Cool thing happen. And then I get rewarded. Mm. Like that's what I'm here for. Which mm-hmm. is basically treating a fighting game like an action game, which, which is, you know, or more akin to, uh, you know, uh, you know, a, you know, a Devil May Cry or a Bayonetta. A which, character
0: action game. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There, there are fighting
2: moves, but th- those that's just, you know, you don't have to fully engage with that to be right. successful. Playing online, <laughs> smashing the buttons, you're not going to get anywhere. And, like, that's fine. I'm not asking it to be anything but that. And so it's just not clear to me, is that world tour, you know, who is it for? And I think that's something that, you know, Ren has articulated kind of struggling. Like, okay, well, doesn't like, it seem like it's for me? And then it's a question of, well, then, is it for me? And I, I hopefully I can answer that, you know, uh, yeah. by by next week. Because I, I'd i love an opportunity because it looks gorgeous. Like, I mean, it's so fun to look at and it's just a question of, well, is, is this actually going to be worth my time or is is the barrier of even what it's asking me out of the world tour mode going to be engage with this mechanically to a degree that is yeah. beyond even what I want to do? And I, I don't know yet.
1: I wanted to get some time with it, too. But, yeah, it's been a lot going on. And I spent the weekend, um, you know, how when a pet crawls into a tiny little ball and puts its nose under its tail. That was me this weekend. Uh, basically, that was that was how I went through the weekend. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, but I did make a little bit of time to play around with Star Trek Resurgence.
3: Resurgence. Resurgence. This is
1: from the uh, – a bunch of X – so it's not Telltale. It's
2: X, but it is yeah. But it is X Telltale people making a very Telltale-style game. Because Telltale is making games. They – they they I think earlier this year delayed The Wolf Among Us 2 into early next year and this, building that link. And that
3: also isn't Deck Nine making an Expanse game under the publisher the Tell-tale name of Rant. Telltale. <laughs> Different that, that Telltale. Comes out,
1: that comes out soon. You know, they're, they're, I think oh, that wait, comes oh, out in wait August. Second, wasn't Deck Nine the one that had the layoffs last week that a ton of people were let go?
3: Oh, shit. Was it?
1: <laughs> I mean, that game's done, though. So, But that might that might be... Like, the
2: Expanse game is happening. That game is yeah, yeah, already just announced. Yeah, it's
1: disappointing though. they're continuing the ritual of... Uh, Game well, done. Goodbye, goodbye, everybody. Yeah, yeah. They, they had major layoffs. Yeah, presumably they're God building the next damn. Life is
2: Strange. So I don't know. Maybe they expanded to. I don't. I don't yeah. know. Either way, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. But they, yeah, they are making that um, Expanse game.
1: So, but so Star Trek. Yeah, so Star Trek. And so here, here is the thing that here's the most disappointing thing about it. I will just get this like off. Like we'll just talk about this up front. Patrick, do you remember how fucking good? telltale batman was and how fucking trash its performance was
2: yes in fact i feel like part of it i never got to the i know people consider there were two seasons of the batman telltale game right and the second season is the one i didn't play and that is where like the all-time joker arc i think happens like people have said it has an excellent interpretation of that of that character but yes i remember that telltale games always had performance issues but they were never as I feel like Batman uh, encapsulated the extreme uh, like the high end of quality of what was possible out of this style of game, but also all the things that were problematic
1: with uh, Telltale's uh, proprietary engine stuff. Well, like as far as that goes, nothing has changed as far as I can tell. Uh, Mm. This is so I've been playing it on uh, Xbox. Performance is really, really bad in ways that are tough to completely set aside, like there is some sort of audio glitch that is causing it to make a little snapping sound. Uh, usually when someone begins to speak, like whenever someone like it's not constant, but it's like whenever a new sound effect or a new dialogue line cuts in, you get a little like electronic, like snapping sound. Uh, the sort of things you get on like, a recording that has a sample uh, rate conflict or something, um, just, a, just a weird little glitch. And it, it could be that's just like interacting poorly with my AV receiver or something, or maybe some. But like no other game does this, right? Like mm. the, the 360, not the 360, the, the Xbox like smooths this stuff out for the most part across other, other games. But here I'm getting just like constant audio glitches on that. Uh, it is framey. Uh, which is not the biggest issue for a game this style, but like it is an issue for, does this feel like a good world to move around in, right? Like you're walking down the halls of the spaceship. Does it feel nice to walk down the halls of the spaceship? Not really. But in some ways, what could be more Star Trek than like seeing a bit of the plaster uh, you know, on the walls and a little bit of the wires <laughs> holding the spaceships. And beyond that, you have a really well executed Star Trek game. Um, Like I think for, to an extent, the vibe I get from it right now is what if you had a mass effect game where you never like did any of the bullshit, go down on the planet and shoot people. It's just all like <laughs> vibing with the crew and talking through okay. stuff. And it delivers on that pretty well. It's like it so far. The thing I haven't, so you're getting an all new, um, like cast of characters to contextualize that it, it looks to me like it is taking place in the wake of the Deep Space Nine series. Uh, the character you're introduced to was like decorated for valor at the end of the Dominion War, um, which is the like huge galactic conflict that like gives shape to most of DS9 uh, as a series. You are now being moved off to this like special research vessel and they have you are coming in to replace a bunch of dead crewmen. You're part of a wave of replacements because something went wrong with their last mission, their last experiment. You know, it's a research vessel. Sometimes shit happens. But there is kind of this vibe of and I, and I kind of dig this for a Star Trek story because um, Discovery blew this right. Sorry, I'm just going to start talking about, like, Star Trek stuff real okay. quick.
4: Mm-hmm, Are
1: mm-hmm. you all familiar with the various discourses around, like, the new wave of Star Treks and, like, particularly Star Trek Discovery?
3: I've just- heard it's bad. Discovery bad. It got
2: worse. I, th- I heard it start- started all right, had promise, went worse. Now everyone is on the
1: Brave New Worlds train. Uh, Strange New Worlds. But- Strange yes. New Worlds
3: is great. Picard, also bad.
1: <laughs> got good, though. Really? That, the word on that is, like, the last season of Picard is, like, hmm this is if you want, up it, here. It, uh, the way it was, I am not connected to Star
2: Trek at all, but like when I was watching my Star Trek nerd friends talk about it, I was like, well, is it good? What is your definition of good if what you are getting is a giant spoon of fan service and you just going, it's going all over my face Look, and dribbling sometimes, down?
1: Sometimes dinner is yeah. a tablespoon of peanut butter. And that is and that is 100%, but like, it's one of those things
2: like, I've heard it's better than the first two seasons and you can just skip the first two seasons and just jump straight into a direct sequel to wow. where you last were with those characters or read a Wikipedia entry. Like it's just not worth wasting your time with the first two mm-hmm. seasons and then just getting a heaping pile of fan service all over you.
1: So the thing that – so the thing about Discovery is it has good moments and bad moments. Generally, I guess it's a bad show. But the thing is it keeps reinventing itself. It like it's – a show that – It never settles down. It's always like we are going to make the most wild swings imaginable for this thing. And it's never going to settle down into the kind of like teamwork procedural that your typical Star Trek show Mm -hmm. does. Mm -hmm. But Discovery opens with this really cool setup, which is that like a disgraced Starfleet officer is given a second chance aboard this like effectively a flying Area 51 uh, type type spaceship. And the ship has bad vibes, like bad things are happening (laughs) there. Like it's, it's kind of like this, this mission feels a little bit cursed. It feels like we're not being told things where it goes with that concept is ridiculous and like has some of the most disappointing twists you could possibly imagine wastes uh, some incredible cast members. That is the story of discovery is like cool setup and then face planting right and left here. This feels a bit more like what I wanted discovery to be, which is more like, it's not like, I'm sure there will be twists, but at this stage, fairly early in this mission, it's more that. The shit like it does feel like things are being held back that you don't know the full story and that there is like a heavy sense of gloom about the ship. But it's the difference between like where Discovery's answers for why this would why it would feel this way are kind of inherently ridiculous. Resurgence feels a bit more like. uh, What's what's the way I put it? you're joining a crew that's just been really unlucky and the business and the work they do is really hard and it's really dangerous. And everyone is kind of like having doubts about, are we capable of doing this? Like, are we, is this ship safe? Does Starfleet care about like the losses we just suffered? And you're sort of stepping into that as a, as a new crewman and trying to both get in with a crew that's been like bonded by shared trauma. It was pretty tight knit, but then also try to, move on uh and 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 address the 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 coming the coming crises the vibe's pretty good and i and i think if you're you know i think something that can be tricky with these things is um there's a period of buy-in it takes to really like start liking a crew in star trek right like Mm -hmm. uh, i think the vibe for me here is that it is a bit more like early seasons of um like next generation or something which is that like it doesn't totally feel gelled and i'm not totally sure about like all these performances and all these ideas for a character there is a little bit of like discount star trek to to all of this <laughs> but like star trek in its origins is a is a discount show it's a syndicated sci-fi tv show that's kind of in the dna mm-hmm. um and so, in a weird way, it it does feel very authentically Star Trek, even as you're saying, like, man, this is like definitely a cut below a lot of a lot of video games. It's like perfectly in the envelope for where like a Star Trek product should should land, uh, you know, traditionally. So like, I'm I'm digging it, and there's there's you know, I think the the thing you're gonna have to put up with is that. It's a telltale game. There's a lot of things where it's like move the cursor over the thing, press the button, watch a character like pick up the thing, look at it, use it. It's it's a lot of little mini games, uh, but shooting the shit with your crew, like exploring the world. It's 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 pretty cool. I think if you are someone who like it, like for me, it's do you like Star Trek? I don't mean you have to love it. You don't have to be like a a, a total like Trekkie. Uh, But do you just do like Star Trek in general? You someone who's like, oh, like I hear there's a cool Star Trek thing on. I will watch it. I think it kind of works. Mm -hmm. And I think in some ways the property itself kind of conditions you to put up with some of the rough edges around Mm -hmm. this thing. Mm -hmm. But those edges are rough and like they don't go away. It seems like it's on every platform. I was kind of poking around. It's, you know, continuing, you
2: know, absent Tears of the Kingdom, you know, a, a, you know, a real laundry list of games that come out of the gate just a little a little rough. Um it does sound like a lot of people are having these audio issues that you're talking about, so I don't think it's your um your actual audio setup. It sounds like there is like repeat lines and stuttering. There's depending on your platform, there's a different audio issue. So whatever mm-hmm. is happening there's a the, the audio in general is 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 a problem on on this. But that does seem like the kind of thing that does is not funda- like fundamentally flawed and no. if you find this interesting, probably give it a couple of weeks for that first pass to come through.
1: And also, just what's your tolerance for teeth? These characters are very toothy when they talk. And I'm not sure they actually nailed what mouths should look like. Sorry, (laughs) sorry,
0: sorry. I'm going to ask you to roll it back. When you say your tolerance for teeth, do you mean that, like, bad things happen to teeth in this game? Or are you trying to suggest to me that the teeth are so troubling you felt the need to ask what my tooth tolerance was?
1: Hey, it's the latter. (laughs)
0: Can you, can you, do you have any
1: photos of these chompers? Um, I don't. Uh, let me see if there's anything. You have any mastication You kind of need to see it in motion. Like if you pull up like gifts. some trailers. Uh, <laughs> mastication videos? No, I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't have any mastication videos. But <laughs> like, it is a thing where I was like, they really, they, mo- they gave all these characters teeth correct amount of teeth and they like mop those mouths like and they were like that's a human mouth okay but then you see it in ways and you're just like Hmm. and yet somehow it's a maw
0: right so what okay i'm pulling up the video right now that way (laughs) would you say that it's like better or worse than the silent two
4: hand animated cutscenes? I feel like which, it which is
0: swing in and out of like incredible realism and David Lynch directed this.
1: Yeah, I think. um, I think it's a little worse, but then it becomes so commonplace. You do start to tune tune it out. But like when the characters are talk, 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 there's just a lot of like.
4: Okay, that's boy, a lot of this that's too just, just, just
1: ain't quite right.
4: Come on, characters, open your little mouths. ETH. ETH. Yeah, it was like this Heath. character, a bunch of old friends get like reunite
1: and they're all smiling at each other. And I'm like, no, we, we could <laughs> don't do, we that. Could do Less of this. Thank you. <laughs> um. Anyway, oh my so God, my point is like Star Trek resurgence. I think you like again, if you're like if you like Star Trek and in general, you're like, I like to think about Star Trek and spend time in that world. I think it's really cool. I'm I'm, I'm glad it's around. Uh, I wish it were more poly- Like I wish I weren't back where I was with um, like the Batman Telltale games, which is on the one hand I'm totally absorbed, mm. and on the other hand I'm constantly like having to overcome friction to to play with it, right. Um, we will, you know, we'll, we'll close off our game segment uh, for now. I know that we had uh, news about Za'um uh, over this weekend that um, people make games, release a documentary about it.
0: We get around to that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get around yeah. to it. We'll,
1: wa- we'll watch some, we'll, we'll, we'll run some tape. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll watch the highlights and, you know, maybe we'll, we'll talk about it. Hey, wait, but hey. W- when will we what? talk about it?
0: I see, well, I see.
1: more on that after the break. and we're back. So, uh this is the final episode of Waypoint Radio and Waypoint is shutting down effective tomorrow and our plan really was that
4: today.
3: We're not doing hmm? anything.
1: <laughs> well, I mean yeah, I mean effectively <laughs> We the, we the labor force of Waypoint we ain't doing shit except being fired but like <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah but in and terms who of, knows
2: maybe maybe we'll get to experience the joy of watching this brand get resurrected like in the future I oh, I am so uh, the mind that <laughs> I want the, I want it desperately to happen I I, I desperately just, just try it so just fucking because yeah, uh, it would be so funny yeah
1: um, it the Vice anyway. Live team is rebooting Waypoint
2: who uh, well whoever poor soul I mean yeah. like like. You know, on one hand, I think it'd be very funny. On the other, you know, if some, like, you know, young writer is like, hey, we're going to hire a couple of small people, like, turn certain waypoint into a guides and SEO factory. Like, I'm not, hey, kid, take the money.
1: Like, the brand's not that important to me, but I I want them to do it at some point. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, our plan when we first found out we were being laid off was, like, this was kind of the end. This was not a work. This was not a, like we weren't, we weren't like trying to trick you or like this is going to build, this is going to build hype. Uh, the plan was genuinely like, this is, this is probably the end of the road. Um,
0: I thought we were done, 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 done until I got a Sunday DM from Rob Zachney saying, can we have a business call soon? Or can we talk, can we chat soon about some business? Uh, and this was, like, a couple of weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, like, well into the, well, I, I guess I have to look for a new job process. So, like, I, I will say that, like, again, this is not a work by, like, any means.
1: And I, I think a big part of it, and there's going to be a, another podcast on another feed where you're going to hear uh, Kyle and Patrick and I talk a bit more about, like, how this all unfolded. But the the big thing is, like, especially in the wake of having something you worked on for, like, uh, five, six years. The thought of doing it all over again, starting over, even though in some ways you're not, because like you have your audience, you have people who are like, you know, they're on day one, being like, you guys should start a Patreon if you're there. I'm there day one. It still feels like you are starting from zero and you're it's having daunting. to rebuild again. Yeah,
2: especially from like a risk calculus point of view on, you know, like this pot. This podcast uh, spans the spectrum on where people can be at different points in their lives with different like layers of like what happens at different stages and like so that just that also makes it more complicated like it's a different equation where like oh well, fuck it let's like th- let's like see what happens um you know like it's just everyone has different expectations for their life and responsibilities and an idea of just like just flip the switch on the patreon
1: and like th- things will keep going like, well mm, and and what maybe. promises can we make because here's the thing like part of if we did that there would be a lot of like what is this new thing we are starting up? There's a lot of questions we have to answer right away. There's a thing we are selling, questions that we weren't, and kind of to an extent, still aren't fully ready <laughs> to answer. Because the example, something I return to a lot, like it's become a joke on this podcast, but Waypoint 101, historically going back years, is kind of an example of like a side project that just never mm. quite gets off the ground because it never fits into. Mm. The way our lives are constructed, the way the way we do our work, the way we live our lives, the way we plan. And so is there is there a risk that like us starting from zero, risks becoming like Waypoint 101 writ large? Because like in the heat of the moment, we were like, and we're taking it to Patreon and nothing's going to change. We're going to live forever. And then, <laughs> you know, three months later, like, boy, did we miscalculate and fuck up. But the thing that did change things pretty rapidly was that people reached out to us uh, with some like power in the scenario to let us take the waypoint plus like subscription business out of the company um, that like the platform that people have been paying into for a while memberful uh, which is a like sort of a team within the larger Patreon company. Uh, we would be able to take that out and stand up a new thing around that using the existing business, the existing subscriber base. And that isn't starting from zero. That's a ton of the heavy lifting having already been done. There is, to an extent, a baseline that you can sort of make plans around. And additionally, because Waypoint Plus had already sort of defined what it is we were doing, what it is we are selling, kind of made it easier to say, well, what is this new thing? Well, for now, it's a continuation of Waypoint Plus. Um, there's gonna be some changes to you know what we were doing as a, like when we were full time at Waypoint, and uh, we'll get into what those are. But for the most part, what we are doing, at least for the next few months, is like following through on what Waypoint Plus was. Particularly for, and this is key, if you have an annual sub, you're still subbed in. Um, like you're like, we're going to like, you know, deliver on what you thought you were buying. If you were one of those folks who bought into next year, um, you know, we are going to continue doing waypoint plus stuff. Um, we will be clear,
2: like in terms of like how, like that we do not get that money, right? Like that, that is money that was paid out, went device. But as part of this, what we feel is like an obligation, like for folks that are like that. We didn't know that was going to happen. You didn't know that was going to happen, and so, and just like with the little transparency, it's not, it's not the majority of how this is run, and so it is a sort of like an overhead that we can, we can just promise, like if if that's where you're at and you're comfortable and you don't want to change anything about how, um, you know, you're engaging with us and you know uh, and what you're subscribing to, we're gonna keep, we're gonna keep, we're gonna keep going, and we're we're gonna we're gonna honor that obligation under the. I think fairly reasonable assumption from how we've looked at the numbers. The rest of the stuff allows us to make that calculus and not not overcomplicate this
1: switch. Um, now, some people already figured out this is probably happening because um, <laughs> oh, yeah. so it turns out when you create a Stripe account, you have to like once you hook the things into the business, you make it go. You have to tell people like what is charging them? Yeah. And it couldn't be Waypoint Plus charging Did you, so, them anymore.
3: So when you first started this Stripe account, I remember it originally the account name was just Twitter.
1: Did you actually change that or No 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 no? This is a, a level below that okay. where uh, it like is like how name. do you want like how like what is what is the entity charging people's credit cards? Right. Okay. And but on, I didn't want to use package. I didn't want to use our company name. Right. uh, Because I'm like, like that I'm trying to have like fly a little bit below the radar. And that's not like, Oh, it's a fun Easter egg. Like legitimately we wanted uh like our LLC name to be different than the company uh, just for a little bit of privacy reasons. And also because we needed to stand up an LLC before we were ready to have a conversation about what the brand was going to be called. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the point is, so we had to put in uh stripe what the company is. And so the minute we started being like, Hey, people just stop. Canceling their memberful subs. Just don't worry about it. Just just like let it ride a lot of people. And I probably should have anticipated that it would actually be a surprisingly large number of people.
0: Wait, we didn't we didn't predict this. No,
1: um, not to this extent. I didn't think it would be like a handbrake turn where like I go in the back end and you'd see like. Up to the moment where Kato and I are streaming motorsports and like we do a little bit at the end of the podcast last week. Like suddenly would have been a pretty steady like trickle of cancellations uh, and uh, like and and auto renewal like uh, holds turned into people signing up, uh, enabling Uh, auto renewal. I want to put people, uh, I think I'll, I'll, a lot of this, I got this response to
2: a tweet, um, that I did of, you know, the kind of the tweet, the, the, the teasing we've been doing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> it's like this vibe of people sneaking in with a, this, the, the tweet is creeping back in with some hope in my step. And I think that's a little <laughs> bit of what we were getting on, am yeah. you know, on purpose, right? Like it's, it, it's difficult to be making all these plans, trying to organize kind of a, a structured launch while also, Waiting for different legal procedures to work themselves out. Like in terms of formalizing exactly what this is, saying like this is ours, happened fairly recently. Um, in in the grand scheme of things. A and long so, time
1: after it was floated.
2: Yeah. No. Yes. Yes. We were very fortunate to have this period where we've still been employed, but not necessarily working like full time on day-to-day waypoint stuff. And turns out it takes to- about a
3: month to stand up a company. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah yeah with a lot of things still unclear yeah um, not, not but even but like the yet. but the the, ta- the table is is built enough that we can feel confident that we have an offering and a, and a way of uh getting things to people um we got a, we got enough built that we can say like ah that that's a that's a business there's it's a, a lowercase b and then we're working on <laughs> we're gonna turn it into an uppercase b <laughs>
0: there's a functional table you can put yeah. things on the table the table doesn't break
1: and that table is called remap.
4: Woo. Yeah. yeah, Dead silence from Ren. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, not as bad, not as bad as Ren's reaction in the chat. Let me scroll up well, to let me well, scroll what, up to this.
0: Oh, well, hold on.
1: Uh, let me, uh,
0: what did I say? So I'm
1: reading, I'm reading, I'm, I'm going to put a DM on blast here. Um, okay, because it was, it was real good. Uh, da, da, da.
0: I'm trying to find, wait, a ter-
1: so what's the thought behind Remap? <laughs> I'm fascinated to know. There's Ren's fascinated there's, to know.
2: There's a lot implied in that. There's a lot of, hmm. What's the thought? I'm sure it's, Oh, that's fascinating. Oh, that's interesting. That's that that energy is like. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, oh, cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow, that's wild. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn, cool name. <gasps>
4: I, I mean, not so,
0: that. Listen, it's 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 grow, It's growing on me. It's growing on me. It's got the alliteration.
1: Surf radio. I mean, I'll be like, I think I was, I was straight with you, Ren. Like a huge part of it is we talk about like naming things as hard. This is a commonplace. It's true. It was true when Waypoint was started. It's true now. Uh, But it sure helped that like remap and remap radio were things that were way easier for us to like build around than a lot of other, a lot of other choices that we talked about and that we maybe liked more at first blush. Uh, but remap was something that we could say again because we're in compressed time frame we could just sort of say we could just do that that was that was patrick's decision (laughs) like that's where patrick was like sold like wait it's like we can spend a few more days debating this and trying to figure out what we can grab or we could just like pull the trigger now let's do that
3: the fucking sleuths over at the discord this is we're recording by the way on tuesday somebody's already been like there's a remap Twitter that was uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not hard. Like, it's not hard to start
0: week. doing
2: the connecting the <laughs> connecting the dots on that stuff. Yeah. Is this where we? Okay. One last time, I'm gonna open up the app. I'm gonna see if I've got one, and if I don't, Kato, we're just gonna do. Oh no, I got one. We, we got one. We got one. You got a blue sky.
3: Rob got one. Rob passed Rob me got one. one. All right, we Rob have one. a blue okay. sky.
2: I Otherwise, I blue Wait, do you have a do you, wait? Do you have a blue sky invite now? I'm I'm looking to see if it had been no zero invite codes. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, I was going to ask for it here.
1: <laughs> that, was gonna, yeah. that was that was well, that was no like fine. It looks comrade like the reached audience. out and was like, "Do you want one?" And I was like, "Yes, but not for me." And they were like, "Interesting."
3: Well, now Rob needs one.
1: Now I need one.
2: <laughs> Can't wait Help. to be starting else. a business. I'm not sure you need one, but it'd be nice to have one.
1: I need I need one the way I need that microphone, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, I need another social network to <laughs> scroll through. But yeah, I think. um Look, I think remap's going to sound weird in the mouth, and it's going to sound weird on the ears. uh You know, for for a little I find bit. it most weird to type. Like, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't like
2: really? like when I when I type remap radio, the letters just
0: Wait, let look let me try weird it. to
3: me. Oh, but it's great on Dvorak keyboard. No,
0: that's
2: I do I don't. I don't it's tough on the. Okay, so I don't, layout. Hold on. So I don't mean the physical act of typing it. I uh, mean seeing the words see, yeah, all no, lowercase like, mm. strung together. Yeah, I do have a just,
3: problem with the letter P. I often hit O.
4: Mm.
3: So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna type out Remo. Re, I even some far, sometimes go as far as I Sorry, Remo. Re Re, re Remo. Re-mow. Welcome
1: to Remo Radio. It's the continuation of the spirit of Idle Thumbs, or at least part of it. <laughs>
2: mm. uh. So like,
1: So like, Waypoint has the like the Y swoops into the
2: left, uh-huh. and then the P. Like it yeah. looks, it's got like the lettering is 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 pretty. Yeah. Um,
0: a natural inverted camel case. And
2: when I look at Remap oh, I mean, Radio, like yeah. all lowercase, it's I don't. It's I don't think we
0: can so go tough. single. There has to be a space there. Need, there has.
2: That's why I space. almost thought about this. No,
4: like the we
0: need a real space because otherwise it's remap radio. Re-map? And no one wants Rima radio.
3: Re- Rema radio. Re-map radio.
0: Yeah, I don't. It's do re- we, we already it's did radio. Yeah. Well, I could
3: go through and change it. I'm sure nobody cares. No, nobody's no, watching no, remap no. dash radio. The are fine. <laughs> Also, that's, fine. I think
1: it's harder to type, though. Like It's that's harder thing, to, it's harder to, to plug. People, Go to remap-radio.com. No, we're not Just doing that.
3: remap-radio.com. Yeah. 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 So that website should be up. Oh, that's a, Honestly, I should put that on name. the
1: list. <laughs> well, and also, I mean, genuinely, the one thing we it's like, it's a
0: convenient name.
1: And we did like that it was at least a little bit, you know, like you can draw lines between that and Waypoint. Yeah, um yeah. that you could that there's some like uh thematic connective tissue there
3: we're still in the I, area I clear, of mapping and wayfinding
0: things that i didn't say oh sorry Cato. no go ahead no, no
1: no no i think Ren, you were you were you were clarifying though i, was,
0: I want to clarify you i didn't say this enough. to rob but legitimately by the end of that conversation i was sold like when you explained the reasons i was like okay yeah that makes sense good i've internalized that information i think that this was the, the the right call i would much rather have a name that works than spend the next like week trying to figure out a name for a project that we can't do
1: ren knows ren knows some of them i don't think we'll tell you like we're not going to do the here's what this could have been called thing because i'm not emotionally ready to have people <laughs> be like oh here's here what you should have called it yeah i'm like nope not ready for that conversation yeah I I mean, have- if
2: we're lucky to be here a year from now we'll we'll sit and We'll we'll tell you over a beer the other the other. It's like
1: showing up like through. it's like it's like you show up to your friend's house and you get like a new car, and they're like, oh, I heard that one's like a real piece of shit. <laughs> like, I heard that's like got like th- isn't not there a recall on that? Wait, Whoa, okay. who said that? Who
0: you? you? Rob. Yeah, I'm a, I'm with Patrick here. Who's doing this? To like, you? when did this?
2: is this situation ever like maybe some people don't like the color if there's in the kind of way they're like, oh, the baby's so cute. Oh my god, you know. But like as people go like, oh. T- that car, I've heard it's a real
1: piece of shit. Well, that's an like, extreme example, but like, oh, it's more like, would, hold oh, on. If, why if didn't I, you go it, with the why didn't you go with the Subaru, for instance? And it's uh-huh. like secretly it's because the Subaru's better, and so why didn't you go with the better car?
3: Yeah. But when Rob said that there was like, oh, there was a recall on that car, I would want to know if I had accidentally bought a call that the, there was a manufacturer's recall oh,
1: on. How do every car has recalls on it? <laughs>
4: what? There's
1: recalls and there's recalls. Don't no, there's there's degrees <laughs> of recall.
2: Is this is this Rob's version of the food and how long it's out? I got <laughs> send
3: the car a car back for that. It?
1: The brakes. I mean, what if I'm just keep going? A lot of recall notices are just like, "Hey, next time you're in for regular service, like just have them look at this thing. It's fine."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Okay. All right.
2: Uh, so yeah, like w- one thing that should be like this feed is 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 dying. All the episodes will stay up for some measure of time. Like it's it is not as though uh, our jobs are an extinction event, but the like existing content of Waypoint, you know, the internet. Atrophies, like stuff goes away, isn't maintained. We are not here to be stewards of it and advocate for it. But there is nothing to suggest to us that any of this will be disappearing. I know there are archival efforts that that folks are going through in the community to make sure this stuff is available. Um, and we appreciate that uh, uh, greatly, um, that people care enough to want to keep all of that rambling, um, uh, <laughs> you know, as a historical document. But uh, we, we didn't get the name. Right. Like that was, you know, and I think pretty understandably, like whether they want to do something with it or they you still run ads on on old content that people may want to watch um in the future. Uh we didn't get that as part of of the process. And so that was part of why we, you know, have remap both from a clean break and also you can't have it. So <laughs> there's your <laughs> clean break. But, you know, we are uh we have to spin up new podcast feeds, new Twitch accounts, new social accounts, and you know, we will uh communicate the ways that you can get access to that um in as many ways as that we we can uh to you but um you know we can't i can't feed it i can't but transfer you
1: listening to this onto that feed you the just need to subscribe. Keep remap radio in your head because that yep. is like that is the that is going to be the homepage uh remapradio.com .com. Uh, .net you're going to find us on twitter that stream uh, remap radio you're gonna find us on twitch at remap radio uh like remap radio pretty much everywhere is gonna be us and when you go into your like podcast app and you look for remap radio uh there we shall also be
4: <laughs> come there, find there, us
1: there should be something there by the time you're listening to this
2: yeah when you're listening to this there should be a uh a day zero uh kind of an after dark vibe where we we it was the same day that we – was the day after we would signed the legal paperwork and then the day – or no, the day we signed the legal paperwork but the day after we decided on the name. So it was sort of like this period of real anxiety but also kind of excitement at what could be and trying to situate our, ourselves there. And then there will also be a sort a very short like pilot podcast that reintroduces ourselves and – you know, but don't expect any – no, no five star run times on that one. The After Dark is a is is a long one, but the there'll be a pilot, and then we'll you know starting next week we'll get into the swing
1: of doing um, regular podcasts. Not two of them though. Yeah, <laughs> at uh, least the gaming one. Patrick has finally successfully killed uh, the, <laughs> the, two the evil is
4: defeated. <laughs> uh,
1: the evil I created
2: was has been defeated yeah. by losing
1: my job. So. I think part of this was also like in terms of <clears throat> the crossroads we were all at and what this was going to be. Uh, so in the wake of, as Waypoint was sort of winding down, we were all sort of in a different place with our relationship to this work and where we wanted our careers to go from here. Uh, and I think it, you know, you'd sort of hear uh, on the day we were all sort of processing it even that like, you know, Ren, you were in a different place with regards to working in media than, than we were. Um, and your ambitions are pointing in a different direction. Um, but you're not, like, disappearing in a puff of smoke. No. <laughs> no, I
0: like doing that. Smoke bomb! <laughs> I, I like did you doing drop a smoke, smoke like, bomb? Are you okay? Rob, what Rob, happened? Did you just did
1: something jingle happen some keys at there? me? <laughs> Oh, is the condenser mic getting this? You know what wouldn't get that? The RE20.
2: You didn't have to. But I think, frankly, I think the, the, the velocity at which you dropped that pen or whatever it is, I think would have been picked yeah. up
3: by just about
1: anything. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's the glass mat for my anyway, chair. Sorry, let's. Glass okay. mat? Glass Shh. mat? If you, roller chairs are horrible on carpets, so you need something.
0: Oh glass yeah, yes. sorry sorry that was a co- <laughs> sorry, yeah glass sorry you're just like hitting me with a cognitive flashbang can you like elaborate on this
1: they make little like tempered glass like place you can put an office chair on I've seen going over these carpet. Yeah. oh my
0: god no I have seen it's these nice. I remember that my uh my grandfather had one I didn't know what the fuck it was it I was, now understand is it the one I'm
3: thinking of is like plastic
0: well, I this was thinking is tempered glass
3: too. So it's like rigid, like a little yeah.
0: platform. Yeah. Okay. But I guess that makes sense because the weight is evenly, evenly distributed because it's a wide enough piece of glass. They sure. do
1: make ones that are like textured and have a very thin weave over them. So it's uh-huh. like tempered glass, but then there's like a ballistic nylon cover that uh, you're sort of rolling around on. Sure. Um. That MK has. That's very, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think we're getting off the point. Here.
3: <laughs> we are getting off the point. Which was the
1: ren is not being loaded into a cannon and shot into the sun nor Thank is you. ren deploying a smoke bomb and disappearing immediately uh but like we are moving in different directions over time
4: yeah
0: i uh, do we want to like explain like what that looks like Is like me like sticking on for like the next few months however uh, you then... want to
1: like yeah i mean like however you want to talk about like do you want to talk about like what it is like you know without getting specifics do you want to talk about like where you see things when is this coming next? out next
0: Thursday. Thursday. Thursday 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 night after we've announced let's just after but, the stream
1: yeah but I think we I think we can assume that like you can't be totally frank about everything but like just I in terms of career direction
0: yeah yeah i'm i I am currently working or I'm going to be working at a uh indie studio uh, as lead designer on a game that is like currently searching for a publisher um and I'm very excited to be doing so. Um, it's like a, an insanely cool project that I could not say no to. Uh, and like, I, I am overjoyed to be on it. Um, and like, what that means is that like, for the next few months, I will be um, splitting time between, you know, a game looking for a publisher and doing stuff for Remap. Uh, and, you know, eventually once that goes into full-time development or like once the next, like the next few months are up, Uh, I will probably transition to like a, you know, I believe the plan is for us to have a rotating guest chair eventually. Uh, And like, I will be one of the people who slots into that rotating guest chair from time to time. Um, But yeah, that is, I will be a host for the next few months and then switch to a guesting alumna. 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 Like Yeah, you're graduating.
3: We're back on theme. Mm. We're making it 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 around. Wow.
1: Um, and I think around the time when that is happening, like we will know a lot more about what remap will ultimately be, um, in terms of like what commitment level it, it can sustain. I think part of this, like, again, going back to the whole, like, this is not, it's not a work. It's not, it's not a bit like, there's a lot of things that are still being figured out. We don't know what this thing looks like. We don't know how much we'll go into running it. Um, we don't know how successful it will be. So like part of it is like for the next few months this thing takes the shape of waypoint plus uh and then you know beyond that it probably begins to turn into like something else it begins to be calibrated to um the way it's sort of shaping up and like what we all see is our availability for it moving forward and where it fits into our lives um so like th- like you know, there will be changes down the line, uh, you know, in terms of what this is. But for now, like we're going to be doing sort of what you come to expect via Waypoint Plus. So uh I believe I told you all that I, you know, I felt like maybe Born Legacy would be a great movie oh my God, that's pick right. up yes.
4: uh, from survival. Yes.
1: And I didn't <laughs> and I didn't know that I. I, didn't, like, I think if I'd known for sure that I was committing myself to that and I picked a different movie, I might have been like, hey, let's do Tree of Life. But it's out there in the world. I think we need to see Born Legacy. I it's agree. okay, Patrick Quick will Tree of
3: Life. Pardon? It's okay. Patrick will p- pick Tree of Life.
1: Yeah. Pa- Patrick, the <laughs> minute we <we've> talked <laughs> about Tree of Patrick Life.
3: Patrick movie pick. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, and I'm sure we'll all get the most out of Born Legacy because. Um, we all saw the Bourne trilogy, right? We all know the Jason Bourne movies.
4: No. no, that was the whole
1: bit was that it'd be fun to watch it and having, not having, had, having
4: the,
2: no content. Wait, Ren and I are the
1: only people who've seen the Bourne movies? Yeah. Damn, we right we talked we are. about Please. this. Yeah, that this is a podcast podcast. That was just the
0: podcast. That happened whole thing at the rot. end of my turn.
1: I didn't realize that you'd seen see any ju- of them, Patrick?
0: This is why I suggest we did a mini-series of all of them because they haven't seen it.
2: No, but it's so much funnier to just jump into that one.
3: It'll be a good
0: bit. Yeah, it's a good bit. I think it's a good bit.
3: <laughs> we're all about bits. All right. Here well, we're just going to dive <laughs> in. So Ren, Ren and
1: I are going to introduce uh, the gang to Born Legacy, the <laughs> spin off of the Born trilogy, uh, and, and we, will, we will see how that plays. So that who
3: knows? Maybe next. Maybe the the next turn of the wheel will just be. We'll go back. We'll figure it out. We'll do it. Uh, uh, the Born Identity. We'll do it uh AMCA style, right? Watch Revenge of the Sitch, then then watch
4: the Clone Wars.
2: Bro, Rob. <laughs> I got I gotta drop something on you. Oh my god.
0: Excuse me? Sorry, let me click on this.
2: The bears are coming to oh Fortnite. Oh my god. Drop in on the all new Bears theme map with island code two six eight five two four six one five six one four. They used Fortnite Creative to build like oh my god downtown and Soldier Field. Like Rob, oh my god. Rob, where are we dropping? Oh my god! Wait, right
0: there, buddy. This, 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 this is Is our stream on Friday? This is our, this Friday, is our Friday stream. Friday. This has <laughs> to be our Friday stream. <laughs> this is our stream
3: on Friday. We're playing Fortnite on the the Bears map.
1: Look at this. Twitch <laughs> that slash Remap Radio.
3: Look, TV this is incredible. Radio. Is there anything more just like faded in the world? Like this had to no. happen this way, right? This had to be timed just like this. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful.
2: Well, because I was, we, I was upset. Hopefully, this means that I can uh, purchase the the outfit. Like, cause we missed the boat when they did all of the um the jerseys right, right. um uh, at the start of the season last fall and they took them down so we couldn't get them. So hopefully that can, I mean, I'll bet anyway, the NFL back. sells jerseys in Fortnite
1: again. Yeah. I'll bet, you know, I yeah. have a feeling. I
2: know, but I want it now. I want to wear it when we do the, the stream as opposed to waiting for the, the, the fall. Um, when I'll, I'll just purchase it then. But this is incredible. Well, great. We figured out what we're doing. <laughs> what we're doing on Friday. Nice um, work. So, too. so, so yeah, look forward to that. We'll have, we'll have more to, to say in all that soon. You know, there's a lot of uh, blanks for us to fill in. Um, but um we talked through a lot of that on on the, the day zero podcast and the day one podcast will walk you through sort of like how the the structure of the of everything is changing in terms of you know the cost of the membership and how we're, we're like it's it's a real business. We're it'll be as big or as small as you, the audience, you know, dictates. Um, you know, the, the thing that I've always said is is y'all always show up and and you've been you've been shouting from the rooftop since all this happened that Find some way, big or small, to keep some of this energy together going forward, and now is our chance to figure out what is the shape of that, and what is the size of it, and you'll help us figure that out, and then we'll see how it fits in our lives, and we will will go from there. We
3: here at Waypoint are big trend chasers. You know, the current trends right now is that Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, is a Mm -hmm. big game. So, what if we added Tears to our kingdom...
2: Oh my god, Rob start, ask a question. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna to i I'm gonna come to Prospect Heights and kill you with a big rock. <laughs> I'll just make a little noise like I'm gonna conk you. You
2: seem
1: to have been doing those Koroks. Okay. okay. Um what's one piece of media you wish you could have done a deep dive on, a la Kingdom Hearts and Lore Reasons or ev- or Evangelion in Waypoints, but never got around to doing. Fuck it, uh, FGCH forever. What? Zach from Salem. Zach. Fuck,
0: capitalism, go, fuck, capitalism. <laughs> go <I'm> home. Capitalism, go home.
2: Capitalism. Maybe the, maybe the communities come up with a new acronym. We're not aware. Like not aware. I of think of fuck
1: it. capitalism is like something you swear when you join the Banana Republic. <laughs>
2: Fuck capitalism! College humor. <laughs> <laughs> so piece um, of media, piece of media. I, I, yeah, one one that I would, you know, I've I've said this many times. Um, I am always delighted when, because I've seen most of them at this point, when there is a a horror series in which the number can hit ten, or 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 the other way of putting it is <laughs> when they go to space. Because yeah. that's, like, what every horror franchise does at some point is they run out of premises. It's like, I don't know, go to space. You know, Leprechaun did it. Jason did it. I don't think Nightmare on Elm Street didn't do it. Hellraiser did it. It's a – Critters just started there and it goes back and forth. Like, the, but a lot of them do that. Freddy, and Wait, uh, Freddie
3: never went to space?
2: No, never got that goofy. Um is, like, a little more consistent quality-wise than some of the others. I mean, like, arguably – I mean, the first one is, a you know, an all-time classic. But, I mean – Nightmare on Elm Street, Three Dream Warriors is an excellent movie. That's one of Frank Darabont's early ones. Anyway, I I think it would be delightful at one point to pick one of those. Nightmare on Elm Street is not a bad one because there's more narrative hooks than mm. than in many of these. And to watch all of them, like let's let's do Nightmare on Elm Street one. All the way through, uh, you know, New Nightmare, which is another all-time classic. Like that's a that's right before Scream comes out and sort of sets up Wes Craven's like meta yeah. like horror uh, uh, arc and um, Freddy vs Jason. Well, that movie's got a slur in it that doesn't work so well these days, but it's definitely a, definitely part of what they did back then of comedy films of of that era. But something like that where I I want to walk this crew through. Like come into the sludge with me. Yeah, let's watch Nightmare on Elm Street six yeah. and like see what happens. Yeah, oh. <laughs> so that's for me. That's 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 the the one that has gotten away. Or you know maybe we'll get a chance to do something like that, you know, in the future. But that that is one of those. Is like come with me. Much like Pennywise and it. Like we don't float down here, but this is where we are.
3: Wait, shit! Hellraiser went to space.
2: Yeah, in fact, uh, one of the spaceships turns into the cube. <laughs> like, I think that's where they locked Pinhead up in the future. Oh
4: my god,
3: that's and I believe that one is
2: split future past. It is both a oh, um space prologue and- for like the original creator of the of the box, uh-huh. um, and then you get a space box. I'll link you a clip where the spaceship turns into the cube. It's amazing. I think that might be what actually summons Pinhead or like unlocks him from his jail. Right. Is when the spaceship turns into the, turns into the lament configuration. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what else? What are, what are other people's Pride and Prejudice lore reasons?
4: God. <sighs> Look, we I mean, we here's f-
3: we'd been throwing this this around. It was like an uh, almost too easy layup for a continuation of what lore reasons could do because of Mm -hmm. how ridiculous the series is it's it's metal gear it's yeah actually going through all of them and getting that fucking lore timelines uh spat out which would be great that would have been incredible i've I've, I've done like most of the mainline ones but there's a bunch of side ones that we would have to look into honestly
2: yeah peace walker Walker. ren's favorite
4: is one i've never (laughs) played yeah
0: Here's the thing. I was like thinking about doing the, the doing the Metal Gear series after I finished Silent Hill on my personal channel. Like once I finish Silent Hill four, because I'm only doing the mainline Silent Hills. So I'm not doing that to myself. Um well I guess I could make myself do some of them. Um <laughs> <laughs> however, Downpour, baby. Downpour downpour's all right. Uh, sh- uh the Wii one is pretty good. Yeah. Downpour's bad, actually. Downpour's
2: bad. But the Wii one is pretty good. The Wii one's pretty good.
0: But I was concerned Early Sam
2: Barlow stuff. Yeah.
0: I was considering doing exactly this and playing through all the Metal Gear games because I fucking oh I love it so much. Oh, and I want to see what happens when you put Rob Zachney in front of in front of a Metal Gear solid game. Ooh, I need to know.
1: I so I need to tell y'all, like I could not have gotten a worse introduction to Metal Gear. Mm. Okay. A friend of mine to like You know how, like, really the last really heated generation of console war, like, fandom, was 360 versus PS3, right? Yeah. Mm A friend of mine was like, I am all in on the PS3. And I don't just mean, like, I like my PS3. I mean, morally, it is a superior product. Right. And I need to show you (laughs) the full power of my PS3. So you're going to come over. We all just graduated. So you're going to come over to my place. I'm going to show you metal gear solid four. We're going to play through it. And so I played through sitting shotgun with my friend, a metal metal gear solid Four, a game. I had no context for none. Zero. And so every 10 seconds he's like, Oh, I can explain what's going on. And then he would start talking and I was like, this is not clarifying things (laughs) actually very much uh, for me at all. And also that game was hard as hell. Like it was, those boss fights were mean. Uh, and so like it was like hitting some of those boss fights was was tough. And so like my impression of Metal Gear has always been like, well, I assume then every other game is just Metal Gear Solid 4 in terms of vibe, like the uh, worldview, etc. No. It's just that all the way down. Oh my and God. so I have never I've always been like. This is like everyone who's in Metal Gear must be on some level of sicko. <laughs>
0: Well, well, I mean that's can not- two things be true? Yeah. Can two
2: things be true that that's a bad introduction and that the lot of Metal Gear fans are sickos? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Both things are true. However, I th- I want to see what happens when you put Rob in front of Metal Gear Solid 3, 3 Snake Eater. I want to see I want to see eight- Rob meet um oh god, what's his name? Is it is it is it Zadornov? Is that is that or is that uh a Peace Walker? That's probably Peace Walker. Are you wait? Are you thinking a electric time? Guy? Yeah, electric Guy?
3: Yeah. I he, I think his name starts with a V. He's got electricity mm. powers.
0: However, I want Rob I want to meet. To I want Rob to meet Hot the old Coldman.
3: sniper.
0: Hot Coldman. Rob Zachney me meet Hot Coldman. Rob zackney me meet. Uh, sorry,
1: are you making up a Kojima name? No. Hot <laughs> Coldman <laughs> is a man's name. Hot Coldman. Hot Coldman. See this thing. I just I'm not
2: sure. Yeah, Rob, believe me. I I straddle these worlds. I I to want like in it. Rob. Yeah, well, I I think Metal I think this remake, which hopefully is yeah, fine will be Metal Gear Solid 3 is a Did you an all- excellent introduction to basically the ex- is the excesses and the delights of Metal Gear. Like it it has all of the bullshit, yeah. but I think it's like <laughs> the best told story, the yeah. most interesting characters. Like it is like yeah. the bo- like the, the, the all the the end oh, like the different ha- ways yeah, the bosses are great. I mean, like, it is it basically like Metal Gear Solid 3 is a great. How did you feel at the end of that? I feel my tummy full. I feel, like, I'm glad I saw it. Mm. I see what people find interesting about it, but no further. <laughs> or, more likely, I'm we, we have to, based we have to go on Rob's past route. history, it's like time, it time, <laughs> time, time to play all of them. Time to play um, all but then they'll put, put out that HD collection as well, right? And so I think they're, you know, probably hold off on it for now, but I think there will be, you know, if noticed-
3: not. That no one can decide whether it's triangle or delta, even on official channels. I said delta. I said, delta, said delta. But there's been some. I think they've th- said delta. Some, some. I think it was either maybe PlayStation. Some blog somewhere said triangle. That was like an, a slightly more official than just like a random person. I remember seeing like triangle being put up, but then also yes, some of the Twitter things said delta instead. And uh, it seems to be, nobody knows. I think it's Delta. I think that's the, the, the pseudo Kojima It is no, there is, is something that you want.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no, there is a, a quote from the developers. Um, the Delta symbol was chosen because it fits the concept of the remake project. The Konami spokesperson said Delta is a character from the Greek alphabet that means change or difference in mathematics and variables. It also has the meaning of changing an amount without changing the structure. Um, and this is part of pointing out that the game uh, isn't going to change the story at all. And it's right. the original voice actors; they're probably re-recording their lines. But um, right, oh, David yeah. Hayden. No, it. I think I booth. think that I think that would be a good. We will we will play. I can like soft commit to like Rob will play through Metal like Gear Solid three. I feel like you.
1: like lots well, of those early games. I think there's also just a. There's a degree of, like, what is going on with K- Konami at this point that I want to sort through. Like, what, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's like, what do we make this fun new stuff? stuff? Is there other stuff yeah. we got to, you know, is there a better way to go back and play it? So we'll start um, at how-
3: Metal Gear for the MSX.
1: Even I can't do that. And I,
2: I tried at one point when they really released. Really, the Game Boy Color one is, Ghost Babble is supposed to be uh, quite Ghost good. Um, um, Rob, do you have any, do you want to
1: do another question or do you have an answer to the... Oh, I mean, you know, the person who got manhunting onto uh, like a feed can't really be <laughs> like, damn, boy, that's fair. Allowed. You did it. You,
2: you did. You man Like, manhunting is <laughs> a premier the waypoint thing. plus offering and also the only one <sighs> that is gated. Kinda, you might need to push all those at some point. I don't know how you want to handle that. If you could like schedule Slowly. them, yeah. so this thing is in the public feed. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I know that if, it doesn't all, if it doesn't now. all trigger, then. Well, I don't know. Maybe you'd be able to log in later. But, like, uh, yeah, you should schedule those out so that yeah. everyone can get everything through the feed. Yeah. Before the... It's just so. Uh, even if it doesn't... D- maybe don't, thing. yeah, dump it all at once. But over the course of June or something, if people could get the rest of those. I'm um, curious
3: whether or not we want to, like, a front load for, like, hey, what if they just decide to turn the feed off in a week versus... Let's schedule it out so it's not just being dumped all at once. I don't think it's going to go. I'm, I'm not I,
2: too concerned. I doubt yeah. And also, what I will say is... uh we still have friends that work at vice this that if they needed to do something for us that like hey actually it turns out the company is going to just delete that th- they would help us get all that stuff pushed yeah, so right. i'm i'm not i'm not too
1: concerned about that remap um, has been aided by many comrades uh yes, inside yes, in, totally. inside 100%. the inside headquarters 100% all right let's continue uh yeah so um Imran from Sugarland writes, as someone who has loved Waypoint from the very beginning, I just wanted to start off by saying thank you for a wonderful run. I know I'm going to have a tough time filling the Waypoint-shaped hole in my heart and podcast feed. Looking back on the uh, past six-plus years, what would each of you consider to be Waypoint's legacy? What would you like Waypoint to be remembered for? Wish you all the best in the future with much love and a hearty
4: FCGH, Imran. So like I think for
1: me legacy stuff is I don't know like legacy like legacy's tough to talk about when you're in the middle of something yeah. um and to an extent I think just in generally through my career early on someone told me that like cuz I was I was uh, they're sort of making fun of me cuz early in my career I used to print out drafts and edit them double spaced and like sort of think about how I want to. <laughs> of course to, you did. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. I mean, this is Patrick. This is why it was two years before I've ever had a pitch rejected. Like uh, this is, this is the service. Um. But the, the, you start making fun of me. Cause it was like, why, like, why are you putting this level of effort into what effectively is a blog post? Like, what are you, what are you doing? It's all disposable mm-hmm. content. And, on the one hand, I recognize that's true. It's all disposable. It all becomes grist for the internet mill, etc. But I never really wanted to feel like it was just making disposable content. I didn't want it all to be, uh, you know, just tears in the rain, as it as it were. <laughs> um, and so I think for me, like my hope for my hope for legacy is is to a degree just that there's something that there's a body of work that makes people stop and say, like, these people were here. Like, this is what they did. This is what they were about. And not everything we published or recorded is going to meet that standard. But, you know, I think there are a lot of folks who bring up, you know, various pieces, various podcasts, uh, various exchanges we've had that uh, have really stuck with them, both for like, you know, serious, important reasons and also just because things were really funny uh, and they just sort of lodged lodged in their brain. And I think I'm good with that. Uh, I think in a media ecosystem – that takes a lot of careers like ours, a lot of talents like ours, and renders them into disposable content, into stuff that's meant to live for a day and then sort of be forgotten. I like to think that we put some stakes in the ground. Uh, we we laid some foundations, and even you know as years go by, there will still be people who remember what we did, and there'll still be places you can go back and, and see the work.
2: I think that's well said. I don't really I don't really have much to add other than from like a, a, a personal perspective, uh I've I've really enjoyed over this period of time. I've really resisted getting into like management side of things. I've always been someone who just like wants to to make stuff and kind of you point in the direction and I'll I'll help you do that. And what's been delightful over the this whole period is being able to kind of do both of those things to help be a support structure, you know, as Austin was figuring out a lot of the vision for this place. And then to get to this era where we collectively got to figure out what is it that we want, want to do? Um, like we can take real creative ownership of, of all of this and and move forward. And so to actually be part of it, something that you built, like I feel like for all of Waypoint struggles internally at Vice in terms of getting attention, resources, it was exceedingly rare that, we were ever given any sort of mandate that was like, do this, do that. And we, we got a a pretty wide, uh, like, uh, latitude to to kind of figure out what did we want to do? How did we want to fill our day? What would make us happy? And, And hopefully by extension, the audience happy. And to get to do that for as long as we did is, is a blessing in and of itself. It may not have been, you know, get to hire all the people we wanted, get to go to the places we want to do. No, like there's a lot that's left on the table that I think Waypoint could have been, but, Broadly speaking, we got to spend most days waking up like, hey, what do you want to do? And that was that was pretty fucking cool and pretty rare. Um, and so I think the fact that if like, we were given that kind of blank check a lot of the time um, alongside, like you said, Rob, having something that stands up to a certain standard more often than it didn't. Like that's that's something to be incredibly proud of. And I I remain incredibly proud of of a lot of the things that I was both directly and tangentially involved in over the the time that we've been here.
0: I think that Kata, would you like to go first?
3: No, I was just gonna say douche to douche
1: douche to douche douche. But continue. It's a good pick.
0: Okay. Great. <laughs> Thank you. Uh I guess the thing I'll say is that like I am a bit of an odd case on this particular episode, and that like I only joined, what, a year and a half ago? Mm-hmm. Uh and but had been listening since the site began. Uh, And so I've had like a very particular relationship to Waypoint. It is the website that at the end of the day made me want to write about video games. Uh, I sent my first pitch to the site in 2017 uh, for a piece about uh, Battletech. And um, it's actually that piece ended up being the foundation of the piece I wrote about Battletech 3062 uh as you know a fully fledged like adult human being but i first pitched the site in 2017 and the reason that i did that was because like waypoint was a lot of my like media critical and also like the foundation of like my political education for like a really long time uh it was like the gateway i had to trying to be a better person uh And so like, that is the legacy to me. I said as much in my cover letter um, to the site uh, when I, when I first applied, which it's very funny to now look back on this cover letter. Uh, What? Because I sent this on December 14th, 2021. So now, yeah, a year and a half later. um, I stand by the, like the vision that I had in that cover letter and like consider, well, I consider my like personal tenure here and my personal work here to not be up to my own standard. I do, however, really firmly believe that the last sentence of this cover letter did come to fruition, which just said, the ad-based model is dying. You know that better than most. And while rupture is not inherently liberatory, it does mean that we have an opportunity to build something. Let's get to work. And like, I stand by that even now. The ad-based model is dying, and we did have an opportunity to build something, and you know... I think we did okay, uh, and I'm glad I got to be a part of it at the end.
1: I found the pitch.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. original. Yeah,
3: I love that you said the the year, so we know how old you were. Seventeen,
0: yeah. right? And it shows. It shows in that pitch. Yeah, I think that that pitch had God. a had a that that essay had a pretty good argument, and then I thought about it for for, <laughs> for three more years. Before I actually wrote it. I sent some yeah. sort of ridiculous
3: um, thing to Waypoint early on too. I don't remember what though. I'm sure I would be very embarrassed if I f if if, if if it came up again. Yeah. Don't the only it. reason that
0: I'm not embarrassed that Rob is looking at this is because I know I was seventeen years old. That's yeah. a different bitch. <laughs> that's not that's not my problem anymore. They were not my they're not my problem now. Not my circus, not my monkeys. Like truly. Two thousand seventeen rent gone. It's not
1: a bad bitch though. Like yeah. it's, it's 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 pretty solid. No, <laughs> I can't remember. I can't yeah. remember who was handling pitches by then. But yeah. like it's 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 pretty solid. When did when did BattleTech come out?
0: uh two thousand seventeen. It was like a few months later. It was like a maybe a month later.
1: Okay, um, yeah. And so the pitch comes in twenty eighteen. That is when yeah. the pitch came in. It was ah, two thousand eighteen. Got it. uh, uh setting uh, a pattern. There it is. Ren's like, I got an awesome idea. It's way outside the news cycle.
0: <laughs> so outside no, no 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 april 24th 2018 was when battle okay. came out so only like three months after yeah. the game came out still not good but yeah no all, but it's, uh, it's very funny
1: like you're in there like the the writings the writing sample at the end it's like there's ren like yeah, this I mean, is it's very cool I had, this is I, why I, I don't think I did you mentioned this before i had never looked it up
0: i i had mentioned it to you once before but i don't think you looked it up i think i said like in passing that i had pitched waypoint when i was like 18 and now i know that it was i was 18 years old mm-hmm. um and so yeah i i have a very weird like relationship to this site it really shaped a lot of who i am and you know rob makes a good point a lot of the ideas i have are for piece uh, for games that came out fucking months or years prior because that is the time scale that i think on is that like i try to like dwell on things for a long time until i have like you know something solid and like this is part of why i have like struggled in media and like struggled with the media format is that like i like to think about things for longer periods of time
1: i mean Um, i think i have famous like that i hate that we have to do like what's the best game of the year thing right as the year is wrapping and i'm like how could you possibly even know that like you just don't know i don't know there's uh, games that came out in december i am not done with (laughs) yeah but it's also like you just have to you need space to like reflect on experiences and yeah the industry is uh like it is it is hard to do that in the way things are set up
0: yeah and so like that is the other complicated thing about my like legacy with the website and like my feeling about waypoint legacy is that like a lot of the things that i wanted to do i didn't get like get the chance to because they were like not at the right time uh, and also, like, you know, I was not the best version of myself while I was here. I wish that I had started working here at age 25 uh, and not age 22 for a variety of reasons.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, that is that is the pattern. Like, I am somebody who is continually I, I, mean, I talk about this a lot with. um MK and I have so much therapy between the two of us. Like there's our college loans. But then I think if you add it up, like what? Hey, how much do you spent on therapy over the years? Oh, a fair bit. But like I sometimes get very frustrated with how much easier I find it to like live as myself and like just like do the things and throw the levers and work the machine uh, here at like age almost 40. And it's like it's oh, this shit's just so easy. Like, why didn't I do this before? And it's like because you needed about another decade of self-knowledge and improving medication (laughs) uh, to to really get a grip on all this. Uh, But it is a uh, it it is a sort of uh, fact of life that it you know, you you continually get better at being you Uh, and then you go back and you're like, well, shit, like the me of now you know, would have just would have smoked it in my rookie season,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but think, that is uh, that is the pattern. Um, I think. Um,
3: I think. Obviously, like I, I, I agree with kind of Rob's like take on like just like being proud of like a higher percentage of the work that we make than just looking at other places' output. Being like, I feel like we were our batting average was, was high. (laughs) Um, and related to that, I think one of the, the big things that is even, you know, obviously allowing us, us to continue in some form is the fact that it's gathered such a, like engaged and welcoming and like frankly, amazing community. Like, I think that's one of the big legacies too. It's just, even from the way that, like it was set up to be like fully um like community run in a way where like other places will have like troubles with how you pick moderators or like how uh uh, what like how you organize a community around a thing that is a business um like the the early work that Danica did in gathering mods in talking about how we want to lay out rule structures, I think led ultimately to a community, like one of the few communities I feel like truly like, I don't know. Like there's a lot of communities where like, I would say like 80% of the people are chill and 20% are like weirdos about things that I like don't want to interact with. And I, I'm like that number is like 97.3 in the waypoint community. Yeah. Like, uh, there aren't that many weirdos that are like, and like, eventually they they tend to get weeded out just by the rules being kind of very thoughtfully written around making that space like welcoming to as as broad a like category of mo- like many marginalized identities as possible. You know, um, and like sometimes people you know, a lot of people have, uh, brushed up against that being like, well, it feels like kind of stifling in certain ways, but it's like, at the end of the day, it doesn't have to be the only place you interact with people. Like I, I was willing to give like a certain amount of like, okay, I know that I, in my normal life might not abide to these like structures, like, but that's fine. This is a, this is a different space. And I actually enjoy that. It is the way that it is because it's not, it's, it's, it's legitimately unique amongst gaming spaces online. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love that for it. I love, I love, I love our community and, um, I love how big the destiny, uh, community is within that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's a, it's a very good point. The, um, Again, like the foundations that were laid down were incredibly strong. Yeah, um, and it helped that like so many of the mods were incredibly cool and generous and thoughtful and talented people. Um, you were one of them. Like I remember <laughs> yeah. my first two years working here. Like whenever a stream was starting to get a little bit off the rails or like we're running a technical glitch, like I would just be like. Uh, is kato in chat uh, kato kun uh are you are if you i was there? around yeah i could uh, i would kato, love to help kato will be able to parachute in um and so like sometimes yeah, i was I think,
3: walking dogs unfortunately i'm sorry about
1: that <laughs> um you know we 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 got through but yeah it's that community's been terrific um and like it is something that you know, we're very, very proud of. Like, you know, obviously you have things like Save Point, uh, that really showcase what that yeah. community is capable of and its generosity, um, and willingness to give of itself. But I think, you know, in a lot of ways what I find more impressive is the day to day, right? Where it's like just how do they conduct themselves on the day to day when no one's looking, when nothing's big is going on, like just how are they handling uh, you know, their business, how are how how are they treating each other? Um you know, what environment are they creating? And it's a great one. Um, <laughs> related to that. I know this is like, maybe we'll communicate
2: this in the, the other podcast, but like we don't have plans at the moment to spin up like a separate discord or anything related to this. I think we, we look at the existing uh, discord that came out of waypoint as in some ways connected to us in many ways, disconnected and has become its own thing that intersects with the work that we do. Um, Maybe things will change on the line where we feel, oh, hey, like what that is and what we're doing now feel distinct enough that there would be a path towards. But like for like logistical reasons, like we don't have the bandwidth to get that, bring new mods in or, exi- you know, it's just, it's a lot for what we're already at. But like, you know, I, 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 at the moment, like we are not planning to like spin up like a remap specific discord, at least in the extreme short term.
1: I think, yeah, I think for me, it's like, We'll see if the Waypoint community ends up being sort of the unofficial home of Remap as it was for Waypoint. Um, but, yeah, I think at least for the moment, I certainly don't feel like spinning up a new community that I think, you know, we'd be reinventing the wheel uh, in, in a lot of ways yeah. and undertaking work that were, uh, you know, that have been, that have been solved, um, you know, via the Waypoint community. So we'll we'll, we'll see what that relationship uh, how that relationship develops uh, you know down the road uh, and a lot of that's in the community's hands but that is uh, where where we're sort of uh, leaving this for now um, <laughs> is it Alan wake or Alan woke <laughs> thanks thanks for all the years can't wait to see what gonna do next
3: well it, it has to be it has to be a a wake not a woke right that doesn't work. Oh, does it? I awoke one morning. Is that real? Am I making up a word? Awoke? Uh, awoke?
0: Awoke is a word. Awoke. Man, it doesn't if, sound if good. If
2: <laughs> Alan woke. Nord is, not nor is going woke, Kato. So, <laughs> you know what? Frankly, it just makes sense.
4: Yeah. <sighs> yeah.
1: I would be so crushed if at the end of Alan Wake 2, he's set free by opening a portal to based Con. <laughs> I would just be really, like I can't well, we never talked about that. Pack
4: it in. Oh my god. Uh let's see here.
1: Rob, looking back, what was the best purchasing purchasing decision you made from all the waypoint product <laughs> rabbit holes? The monitor, the oven, the keyboard? Love you all and will follow you anywhere. FCGH Luke from Oregon. Well, Luke, my hope is that the best purchasing decision I've made is getting the Waypoint Plus business on of VICE <laughs> uh, and, and RemapRadio.com. Uh, my, 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 I guess number two on my list of hopes is that microphone is awesome. So I don't have Patrick lording it over me for the rest of forever. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Uh, Y'all ever I have any problems say, with my
3: audio? No, it's fine. Right. It's fine.
1: I will I sometimes think something was unleashed in the world when I broke that oven. It was I feel it was like a, a lot of things began changing. It was after a vibe the shift.
3: There was a vibe yes. shift around the oven. The oven yes. began a new era.
1: Yeah. Like it like when I look <laughs> back on it sometimes, I'm like life after the oven has felt increasingly different than life before the oven. And so sometimes I'm a little bit like, was there a cursed, like, did, did, was something unleashed? Uh, But I do think that the new oven was a, was a great purchasing decision. Um, And uh, one that, one that inaugurated a new era, uh, a new world that is struggling to be born. Jambo writes, one of the four of you doing a Syndicate 2012 multiplayer reunion stream. Well, <laughs> well Jambo. oh
4: my god.
0: Friday, baby.
1: Maybe not Friday, but sometime in the next, next week. week, next week next oh, week. right. Friday is the
0: bull. Is, is the bears.
1: Yeah, duh, da bears. Duh,
0: da bears.
1: And
2: we have until the 15th, right? Yes, so yes, yes, We yes. are, but next, we do week. it. I have to fly... To LA, uh, uh, well, it, we can do it next week. I, I don't, I don't fly out till
1: Thursday morning, right? Until the eighth. Do it, so yeah. We, do, we, do do it. we
0: should, then. Yeah, I think we should do it next week.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe book a couple sessions because, like, those missions are meaty, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think the first yeah. day will be
4: <laughs>
1: the first day. Will so be we can't just do a stream. It's like no, we have to book out a four part. This is our last chance. <laughs> so we have to eat. We have to. Yeah. We have to clear the table. We have to eat yeah. that. We have to eat that banquet like empty.
0: And you okay. should play the campaign first
1: i'm not gonna do any of that
0: <laughs> wait should we
1: uh everyone should play the campaign but that's not going away you'll still be able to play the campaign right. i think uh, yeah it's just yeah the definitely services. yeah yeah of course uh but yeah no <laughs> jambo we we got you covered as uh, soon as we figure out how we're gonna get copies of that i think it's gonna require uh some like uh side door methods
0: system shock took us six months but we're gonna get through syndicate in a week <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> put that audio? No, everything be different is remap.
4: Yeah. Like the
1: like remap as a site will be like an empire of executive function. <laughs> like we're gonna be like, bam. We cover we, we, we just we just we just did a syndicate one on one effectively. Boom. Look at us you're go. Sh-
0: you're ship posting, but since the layoff, my executive function has improved astronomically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something 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 cognitive load. <laughs> yeah
3: that, that can help yeah
1: i too have been pr- i've proven to be a rock star at being semi-employed uh for sure <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that like i've also been like oh man like oh i feeling good like you know what fuck it, i will take this dog for a long walk first thing in the morning i got no place to be and that's been that's been great
0: i'll <laughs> we'll just um, go this design doc
4: <laughs> <laughs> what nothing <laughs>
1: alright um let's see here okay uh, if capitalism was a living breathing being not necessarily human but maybe human ish what would you say to capitalism what if morals is of no concern what would you do to capitalism I don't like the way you Ooh. said that
4: <laughs> I don't <laughs>
0: gonna- I don't think I can give an answer that won't get me in trouble <laughs>
3: I mean the easy thing is just kill them. Yeah. You kill yeah. We
0: kill capitalism.
3: Yeah. We kill And that's Batman. and that's where I'll stop. <laughs> the, the the direct descriptions of how. You just yeah. leave that up to the imagination.
4: Uh, actually <laughs>
1: let's uh actually uh spinning off that, somebody wrote in, are dipshit execs destroying the criticism and journalism industry with predictive AI writing.
4: Um
1: is that the thing that's killing it, or is that just a symptom of the thing that's killing it?
0: It's a symptom of the thing that's killing it, which is that these execs have been doing the exact same fucking strategy for the last 10 years, and, like, the strategy is follow the last successful person until it kills all of us. Uh,
2: I mean, I think, ultimately, like, what is at odds in in all of this in journalism as a profession is—I mean, you know, we just, you just mentioned capitalism, right? It is a pursuit of— never ending increasing profit as opposed to just profitability like it is not enough to run a business it has to be a business that makes more money than it was making before and that is frequently at odds with journalism as an institution in terms of what is capable of doing um and so it's like that that like original foundational flaw is just exaggerated in the era that we live in um and you know i mean the the ability to escape that and Uh, you know, do things on your own. The problem, of course, being that, you know, it's one thing to escape the orbit of a company and like, look, you know, uh, we we can make money, but that also doesn't hire you. Like you lose the things that go with the big company, right? So it's like, uh, you know, when I think about, you know, remap and what does or doesn't constitute, you know, an editorial presence for that. I mean, I think we're, I would project to you on the lower end of that, um, especially in the short term. But it's like, what, am I going to go, Write a story about unity or whatever, knowing that I, Remap, would be directly sued as opposed to consulting with, you know, a lawyer. So it's like the – on some level, you can't remove this this original sin, which is that got to keep making more money. Can't just do enough to do the job well and, like, yeah. to make people happy and have livable lives and be able to do all the things they want to do in addition to, to the good work. Um, but when you escape that, you you also have your own – Your own issues like there are are benefits from having being part of big institutions that can afford things like that with uh multiple revenue sources so i don't know i i don't know i don't know how you change that i I think that is that is ultimately i mean you have things like new york times right like they bought wordle like they bought the athletic like they they had like setting aside whatever you think about the like reporting at the new york times like that is how you div- try and diversify, like, you have a subscription and then reasons, like, people are coming into it that aren't just built on. But then if on- they do that, begin they begin cutting athletic staff and, like, beast, sure that they're, like. Yeah, I'm not saying oh, it's like- perfect. Yeah, <laughs> just, but, like, you can see, like, a model there that's, like, hey, in theory, like, people are going to watch sports even if their team is bad look at Rob and I, you know what I mean? It's like, (laughs) does that allow us to like have a bureau in a part of the world that otherwise we cannot financially justify? Like you can see how you, you, you can structure that, but it's still like, it's still, you know, it's still a public company. Like it still has its own, its own issues. And like once without like, you know, direct funding from sources that don't have those conflicts, you're ultimately always going to have those conflicts.
1: I think. (laughs) So Kotaku published a piece the other day about, ai in games writing and like it was getting dragged a lot online and i understand why that is uh and one of the arguments that uh, john walker wrote it and one of the you know things he pointed out is that if you come down to it there's a lot of disposable writing in games a lot of a lot of writing in games uh you know already feels as if like you know a machine could have written it that it's, it's kind of like really mediocre and the thing that I think is missing from an analysis like that, uh, I think there's a bit of ungenerosity to it uh, at a baseline, but I think the thing that is like kind of missing from that is a lot of things are already being forced into a shape by project managers, by bosses, by the people who have control over the product and sort of set the agenda. And I think that's happening across a lot of creative fields where... There are things being done by humans that does feel like really compromised and maybe low quality, uh, maybe like really replaceable. Like, uh, you know, do you really need a person to make this thing? And I think one of the reasons it feels like, oh, you know, you don't really need a you, you know, you, you don't really need a person to do this is because by design, they're kind of, they crush the individual expression out of it. They they crush the personality out of a lot of the things that we consume. Uh, and I think in some ways, when I look at the shift toward like, oh, we see all these things being done by AI in the future, in some ways it is because the, uh, like the field is already delimited in ways uh, where like it has been set up that, a machine could maybe step in and create things that take the shape of the work being done because you're not letting people create things outside that shape.
0: Yeah, the labor is already devalued. Like like at its core like writers are already severely understaffed in game in like game. The vast majority of studios the writing team is severely understaffed because it is for executives very frequently not a priority. Um and like even for like directors not a priority. And so, you know, I don't think that this is AI isn't new. It's just another shitty tool. Like, it's just another shitty tool that people are going to use to, like, hurt people. It's faster. It is, like, more ontologically troubling. But, like, it's not a sea change. And, like, anyone who tries to convince you that it is, that, like, this is something completely new or revolutionary, is, like, at the end of the day, I think trying to grift you. Uh, Because, like, this is an extension Uh, And they are trying to sell you something. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, it's no accident that like the AI boom comes on the heel of like crypto uh, and blockchain stuff like collapsing is because they've tried to sell you on a thing that like a mass adoption of a thing that didn't have any inherent value. Now they're on like now tech companies are looking for exposure to a new thing. But like I I still feel like, you know, taking our jobs in particular, you know, as an example, like. You know, we've we've all talked about there's a lot of places that kind of live and die by SEO traffic, right? Like we've all found the sites that like things are written to be consumed by Google, like like search crawler and get page rank via that. And so, of course, it's no wonder that you have executives saying like, well, why do we even need staff writers to do this? Because they've already sort of created a paint by number system where like the humans in it can't even write what they would normally write. They can't they can't. Create like a piece with themselves in it. They're already creating a thing that like this will sound good to a robot. This will read <laughs> this will read <laughs> as authoritative to a robot. And so it was a very short step to say, like, well, then why couldn't a robot write things for the other robot? But what I think a lot what, what I think gets missed in this is. there Nobody actually wants this. Yeah, like, no, so, like. The whole thing is kind of illusory. Like the the crushing of the, the creative out of the process was like done kind of to leverage this entire model.
0: It's a big trick. Like it's, that's the, that's the thing is that like no, no. When SEO sites do the thing that they do in terms of like actual like product, there is no, like, increase in value occurring, even for the ad, even for the advertisers, right? Because, like, what happens is someone clicks on that page, sees it for six seconds, sees that it doesn't have the information that they need, and then leaves. And, like, eventually, there will come a time where someone points that out to the wrong person in the wrong boardroom, and then suddenly they're like, oh, I guess maybe this just doesn't work and we'll have to try a wholly new ad model. And then maybe they will build a new ad model, and, like, suddenly the, it's new numbers, And people are writing around new shitty metrics for a second, for a second there, it seemed like there was a, there was a world in which people realized that like, you know, time on page was a vital metric. Um, like people realized that time on page was a vital metric and like, it it felt like it was close and then it didn't. And then like SEO and like pure clicks continued to be the thing. Um, and you know, I just don't think that none of this is new.
1: Yeah. And and I think part of the model is they try to foreclose the ability for alternatives to exist. Like that yeah. is the other part of this is, uh, I think. It, I think a game written by AI will be a shitty game. Yeah. I think the only way it works is if like you are deploying it in games that are of such massive scale that it just yeah. like has people glomming onto it. And games of the smaller scale, like hand created, can't really compete. I don't see this like the, the thing I'm very skeptical of, of in that piece is the notion that like it will be a like a force multiplier for small independent creators. Um, I don't think that is true. I think this this arms race will like this is another tool, and it will favor uh, large players uh, who can, you know, wield it more effectively.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say who can build models because again, that's the thing is that all of this is fucking smoke and mirrors because it still requires you to build a model. Like if you're asking a small independent team to like build the proper language, large language model to handle their writing for them, good fucking luck to them to be able to produce something that is actually able to be coherent would require a lot of like real hands on engineering that like is going to for a small team not be worth it. Just hire a writer. Well, especially
1: because AI fucks up in ways that are hard to identify um, yeah. and actually are much harder to identify than there are some. And in retrospect now, I almost question these, these um, these experiences, whether what was going on is what I think was going on. Um, There are some writers I work with that like, you know, editing them is very simple. It's very clear to see, like, even if they're not good writers, sometimes it's like, Oh, it's clear. Like what the issues are. Here's the, here's mm-hmm. the things I have to do. There are some pieces that have come in that are like, Subtly, but ineffably, like, but in like unmistakably fucked up.
4: <laughs> and
1: trying to get it like, why is it all just a little bit wrong? Is the quality of like what I see from AI generated art and writing, where it's like, this is bad, but it's not bad in the way that like an unskilled person creates something bad. It's bad in a much weirder and harder to identify why.
0: Right. And hey, Rob, what is the labor cost on those edits compared to Worse. compared? Yeah. Significantly worse because what's going to happen is that these systems are going to be built. They're going to be shitty and then people will hire editors and those yep. editors will be stuck doing shitty labor, trying to discern what exactly went wrong in a piece of writing that they have never touched. And they cannot look at a person and say, why did you do this? Yes. What went wrong here?
1: Yeah, no, those, they like, just have to fix it themselves. Yep. And it will be like rewriting something effectively. It will be really bad. Um, And so, yeah, that's 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 kind of my view is like, I think I think the the AI stuff is being pushed to uh, basically. uh, Complete or advance catastrophic uh, like sea changes that have happened in a variety of industries uh, that predate AI uh and reflect other parts of uh the business model so that is that's sort of where where i stand on all this uh someone asked a question does patrick still dump the coffee his wife makes down the drain no that's i think that is an aggressive
2: interpretation of uh of all that which is that sometimes we don't put enough of the grounds in but we're learning and no she actually she she has made the she has made the coffee uh and set the timer for for years now,
1: and uh, no complaints. We're good to go.
3: Nice.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jack writes one. This might be this one might be best for Patrick. How close was Waypoint to the original vision slash pitch? What has surprised you about Waypoint's evolution?
2: Mm, pretty c-
1: close. I, uh, you know, I mean, it, it's
2: difficult. I, you know, I don't. I'm sure there was like a formal pitch Austin made. I don't know if I've seen that deck or if I saw it. It was a long time ago. But, you know, like some of the – I've said this before, but like some of the original genesis of the idea was born out of the experiences that Austin and I had at Giant Bomb, which was wanting to talk about games as more than just vehicles for fun. And the friction we saw from the audience, which is partially because we were kind of coming out of left field with – those discussions and 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 a lot of other things that aren't worth getting into here. It's like, well, could you build a place where you just said, instead of you've gone to an existing community and said, can we talk about this? And this some people are like, eh, I, I'm just really not interested. Like, what if you made that the tip of the spear? It's like, that's the pitch. It's like, we're going to think of games as, as political, cultural objects. We're going to talk about all the ramifications of that. Could you develop a community that said, I find that interesting. And if you don't, you know what you're getting from the beginning. And I think- you know, uh, you know the taglines like why we play and, and things like that were born out of that original intention to treat games as more than just like vehicles for for fun and joy. And like the the nice part is, is like so many things have sprung up around that. It's like if that's not interesting to you, you know, don't worry. There's pl- plenty of places where like that is how games are treated, and that can be totally fair. And I I think we like more than succeeded on that on that pitch. I think that has been sort of like the central one of the central uh, ways we've thought about the site since its earliest days. And, you know, even if the way we have engaged with that topic, which is like less on an editor. Exactly. Mina, sometimes (laughs) we just wrote less. Um, uh, You know, le- less with words, you know, that are typed into a computer more with <coughs> words that are coming out on a stream. I know we, that was that period where we did a bunch of streams. Yeah. And like, why were we doing all those? Well, they told us to do more streams. They said, take Twitch seriously. And so we did. We've always changed the form that it came in. You know, it's not like a sub product was not something we we had had in mind. In fact, we were kind of running away from that models. Like, can we do it where we have a giant audience that is not just people subbing? And we still ended up kind of at the sub model um, at the end of the day. So no, I I think it is, it was very much take game seriously because you should. And, and, and we did. And I I think that is, that is definitely an ethos that we've carried from, from start to
1: finish. I was continually surprised by how consistently we were pushed towards uh, personality led stuff. I shouldn't have been in retrospect, but like, I was surprised um, that I, it makes sense. Like it was a hell of a lot easier of us to get together and be funny as a group than it was mm-hmm. to like do a lot of features and criticism and such. Like it was always easier to just get on the mic and like uh, see what happens. But like, it was astonishing how like, I think there are moments where you have a like, Oh wow. Like I have a complete, like, am I even conceiving of my job the correct way, right? Because for years in a Waypoint, I'm like predominantly I'm writing. I feel really anxious because I'm not writing enough. I'm not like editing enough. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on here? And then you look at okay, but what's like what's paying the bills? Like, what's the what's the business model? And it's like, well, that time you all just randomly talked about Pride and Prejudice for like twelve hours mm-hmm. uh, was really good, and that's a really weird. It's not
3: good enough for them to let us keep that feed.
1: <laughs> no, but, but even that was just kind of random, like that, that was strategic, like sort of just weird, like whip, whipsawing yeah. at the top. But like yeah. it was one of those moments where it was like, uh, do I have the right like paradigm for mm-hmm. what waypoint is and what our jobs here are and should be? And that was a continual surprise where it was where it was like uh, in a lot of ways, as we sort of respond, as, you know, you, you want to give people more of what they like and what they're responding to. And I was always sort of surprising to be like, Wow, y- y'all are just gonna keep letting us get weirder, huh? <laughs>
2: well, the audience, not necessarily the business. You know, I mean, I mean yeah. there there was a yeah. there was a period where right when Waypoint Plus was getting serious, where I had resisted a lot of this, like pretty vocally, because I had heard a lot of this talk before and I always felt sometimes my responsibility, even as things like the Pride and Prejudice stuff was happening, is like, well, I'm gonna keep writing articles. Well, I didn't I didn't really want to be part of that series anyway. I was like, you go, 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 go forth and flourish. And don't, you know, you don't need to hear Patrick going like, do we really need to do another one of these? Like, it was just not, not my place. And it, it was better for it. But I remember there was a, specifically a conversation. I think you vocalized it when we were like, sort of getting to the, like, Hey, Wave One plus is actually it's going to be happening. It was sort of like, are you on board? Are, they, are you actually going to make stuff for this? Um, because in the past I'd been like, as these indulgences went further and further, I was like, I felt in some ways a responsibility to keep writing articles because, like, like, I think I'm helping keep the lights on. Where it's like, if I have articles that go viral, do a lot of traffic, I know that what they're paying attention to is that more than a really engaged community watching six episodes of Pride and Prejudice, wherever that run ended up at. And then when it became brass tacks, like, oh, this is really going to happen, you know, I was ready to be full-throated into it and, like, totally throw myself into that, writing a lot less, producing a lot more in that direction – But like that, that was definitely like an underlying tension over the course of the, the, you know, the six plus years of the site was where were we being, where we felt we were being pulled by the community or what we wanted to do and how those two intersected, but also the realities of how are we being judged? What is actually justifying our salaries or allowing people to to maybe rationalize them? Um,
4: And then we ended up in this place. Last question here. I think it's a good one. Should
1: I resubscribe to Waypoint Plus? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, actually, yes and no. Wait, please, please. Like Waypoint Plus, like as you were getting, as you were it's hearing the this podcast, account. it's changed. it be it's the same picture. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> <The> corporate <laughs> needs such,
3: needs you to tell us the difference. Yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah. Uh, we, yes, uh, you should resubscribe to the business formerly known as Waypoint Plus, uh, now known as Remap Radio. You can learn more at remapradio.com. Uh, that will do it for Waypoint Radio. That's it. There's that, that is the run. Uh, for old time's sake, uh, if you want more from Waypoint, you're out of luck. Waypoint uh, Legacy Twitter account is at Waypoint on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, Waypoint Vice. Uh, However, the new company you'll be able to find on Twitter at Remap Radio. How does we do Facebook? Let's not do a Facebook. Okay. But YouTube, Remap Radio.
2: (laughs) Remap Radio.
4: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: You can follow me on Twitter at Rob Zachney. But boy, if anyone just wants to, like, I wish I could follow Rob on Blue Sky. Just let me know. Uh, just tell me. I'd love to be on Blue Sky. <laughs> help, to, to, help, Rob. To be followable. We are Remap Radio on Blue Sky. Uh, thank you yeah. to a to a, to a friend who hooked us up, uh, Patrick. Where can people follow you?
2: Uh, yeah, still on Twitter. We man, I just I just wanted Twitter to stay intact through announcing these projects. Yeah. I was like, I know it's a bad place, but it's so easy to blast to a bunch of people. I was like, please just get me through. If I can get through this, then it all can, it all can fall apart. Um, Cause then we'll have our own little things and people we can talk to. But yeah, so you can follow me over at Patrick Klubik when this podcast is dropped. It'll be on the eve of um, also me launching the other big project that I've spent um like <laughs> dozens and dozens of hours preparing for. Thank you, Kato. You're welcome. <laughs> um, uh, called crossplay which is uh, i'm describing as a newsletter at the intersection of parenting and video games which is going to be uh, a big part of my time that i'm going to spend over the summer as we're sort of figuring out like what is the shape of remap and like one of the things i want to do is like you know i've written about video games and reporting video games for a long time and i've been an amateur parent for almost seven years basically alongside the the same era of waypoint and so i think you went pro with the second kid yeah, I feel like that. I feel like that's, that's probably true, right there. Um, <laughs> and I've written a bunch of articles. A bunch of that's going uh live on on Friday, June second, at some point when I you know get a chance to to breathe and hit publish and all that. And it's, it'll be a kind of spread of things that are um the kind of articles I want to write. It's all going to be free on on Friday, June second, to kind of as like kind of a launch issue. Um, but much like remap, like this is this is something I'm trying to build a business out of. I'm trying to build. Uh, see if there's an audience uh, for this I'm very thankful many people who are coming out of the waypoint community um, have have already pledged to to support the, the work over there and so if you go to crossplay.news or uh, Patrick uh You'll be able to sort of read what I'm proposing. And if you want to subscribe, there will be some things that are free, but you know, uh, like the feature stories will be free. Like the big, like the big, like, Hey, investigation into Roblox or, or things like that. Like that stuff will be available to everyone, but some of the more personal stuff. And if you feel like supporting that work, um, you can do that over there and we'll, we'll see what happens.
1: Kato, where can people follow you?
3: Uh, on Twitter at A underscore Kato underscore appears. Uh, we have a co host too. Gotta shut it out. Slash remap radio. Remap
0: radio. We have we an Instagram. Is- we have an Instagram. No Facebook. Instagram. But we have an Instagram. I, have an Instagram.
3: Instagram? I-, I made all Instagram? the accounts,
2: baby. I mean, we. Then we had to grab it. A- we have to grab a substack too. Yeah. Again, like should. if we we might. Uh, we we, we haven't formalized this, but like if things <laughs> do get published, maybe it makes more sense there than anywhere yeah. else. So
3: there will be a we'll web you know. yeah we have a website what well, goes on the website we don't know <laughs> right now it's a sign up page or it should be mm. a sign up page should be might not be we'll <laughs> see we'll see depends how on when this go. drops timing what's that hmm it's too late for me to ask for suggestions uh but i'll i'll be uh, on the on the hopefully not no longer on the hunt but moving equipment
1: (laughs) oh boy yeah uh (laughs) ren where can people find you
0: you can follow me on twitter.com slash ren or raven uh kato i will tell you if you have to bleep this out in a minute however uh you can also find me uh on the new game studio that i am working on uh, that i'm working at uh farewell games uh where we are working on a narrative tactical rpg uh called sun doesn't set uh you can follow them at farewell dev um i'm very excited about that aside from that uh unless or also uh if that all just got cut uh you can follow me <laughs> on twitch at twitch.tv slash ren or raven where i will be streaming uh continuing to stream the silent hill series until you know i guess i'm no longer doing metal gear maybe maybe i will uh stream another like game that i really love maybe i'll maybe i'll do metal Gear rising revengeance or perhaps dragon's dogma uh because mm. tis the season um
3: is the dogma.
0: Tis the dogma. And also, you know, pay attention to my Twitter. Maybe I'll post a video essay. I have, like, scripts and, like, plans and outlines sitting around. And uh, this may be the time that I execute on them before I switch to, to full-time development. Uh, and so, yeah. Thank you for having me.
1: What's the name for, like, a multiple of ravens?
0: Uh, it's a, it's a, a Unkindness. An Unkindness? Yeah, it's an unkindness of ravens and a murder murder, murder of crows. Unkindness. Unkindness. Yeah, it's a murder of crows and an unkindness of ravens. Which, but let me just say, is sick as fuck. It's great. <laughs> it's pretty good. That's that's <laughs> sick as hell. <laughs> like, just say the phrase "an unkindness on the horizon."
1: Beautiful. <laughs> that's so delicious. Bu- so powerful.
0: Yeah, that's vibes, baby. Uh, you can see, you can find me cultivating vibes <laughs> at twitter.com slash renorraven.
1: Uh you can go check out what we published on waypoint.vice.com. Maybe there'll be some farewell essays to waypoint.vice.com. Uh I certainly kind of intended to maybe write something, but you know, it's Tuesday. Yeah. We're yeah. running we're running out um, of time so, here. Uh, on the other hand, maybe I'll start a Substack or a uh, blog. Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be wild? I was just like I want a blog spot.
2: Uh it, you know, it does occur to me as we hit the conclusion here that people probably would want to hear our thoughts about the last six years of waypoint. And if you were to do something like that, it would probably be the most prudent thing to put that on the new thing, as opposed
1: to
0: the <laughs> yeah, new thing. yeah.
1: As much as it's neat that like the last thing published there would have that, I think you know what? I am good with the last thing I published at Waypoint being a review of a monitor that flexes. Yeah, that's a great way to go out. <laughs> what is my last? like?
2: I think my last one is the look at my last one. The big. Uh, let's see what's the last thing. No, oh, there's the Jedi Survivor one about reviewing games, and then before that was the the big feature about um, going out movies. on top. Yeah, those are good pieces. I yeah. was happy with both those. So yeah, you know what? Fuck it. You want to read my my? You want to read my uh, epilogue on on Waypoint? I don't know if remapradio.substack.com exists, but maybe it will
1: sometime in the in near future. <laughs> uh, and hey, thanks to Waypoint Plus, we. We're able to stay employed for two more years. Yeah, and thanks to Remap Radio, hopefully y'all will be able to continue to listen to us. Uh, as you are listening to this, we are probably still streaming yeah. on uh, Twitch.tv/waypoint. Uh, you'll be able to catch our sort of farewell stream at there. it will the be up. Yeah, depending on, on the, the on, timing, might be, might be over, over on, on, on remap Twitch.tv/Remap. Radio. Slash remap, remap Radio uh and you know hopefully once we've all been laid off we'll be able to do something fun on friday and then games fest is coming and there'll be stuff happening around that as well uh so stay tuned to that uh for our remap radio subscribers goodness we we have subscribers uh you know we will, we will have some some stuff upcoming uh you know we're you're going to get those system shock 101s See, this was all drawn up. This was the this was the play. This was the master plan. We were going to run the clock oh, until we do a side by side comparison of OG System Shock and the remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was intentional. So, yeah, we didn't mm-hmm. fuck up and fail to schedule this repeatedly or company kind of cadence. We designed a play and it is time for that to pay off. Uh, According
3: also, to Keikaku. Uh, what? <laughs> Sorry, it's an anime joke. According to Keikaku. You have on the internet. You live the internet You must have seen that, that before. Was, you've seen it. I, it's know a, it's, I don't. It's a fan subbed screenshot of All Death according Note, to plan. All according to plan. But they translated it as all according to Keikaku. And then there's a little asterisk. And then at the top of the screen, it says Keikaku means plan.
1: Incredible. Fantastic. <laughs> uh... Our theme music is by Bowen. The track is Miss You off the EP Pale Machine. Learn more at waypoint.zone. For now, we are calling time on this podcast. We will talk to you again over at Remap Radio. Uh, until then, fuck capitalism, go home, and we just got our first annual subscription.
0: <laughs> Godspeed, gamers.
3: Shit.